0: Hello and welcome to there will be film episode four.
1: I feel like this is my existential episode.
0: Oh, is it now? I'm gonna go through a deep long existential crisis. Great Well, you're so excited for that. Yes I think I think this is the time to do it. <clears throat> Why? Four episodes in. I feel like we have to create some kind of arc at this point. Yeah, I, I guess. feel like I
1: feel like this is a film po-
0: podcast. We should have character development. Fair enough. Fair enough. My
1: character development is I like get very existential very quick. Okay,
0: what's my character development?
1: I don't think you get character development. Oh, I don't. You're like the sidekick in the rom com who's like you're shooting basketballs but keeps missing.
2: <laughs> and I'm, you're just I'm like hurt.
1: and you're just giving me life advice that I don't listen to until I'm the hurt. very end when you're
0: like Yeah. But you know what? I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, man. But you know what? What? There's those types of characters are often the ones that the walk away. The ones that walk away with the best supporting actor nomination. Right, exactly. You're so
1: you're Philip Seymour Hoffman to my Ben Stiller in that one movie they were in together. I think it was along Came Polly.
0: They were oh. oh no! I was thinking Adam Sandler. They're both in *Punch Drunk Love*. Yeah, not that one. No, not that. That's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. You should see that. Uh, probably. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Of course you wouldn't. You don't have good taste. I disagree. Also, um, who are you? What's your name? For those who are just tuning in.
1: What even is a name? What's the purpose of having one? So
0: my name is Nick and I'm here in the studio with Charlie. Awesome. Thank you for playing it along. Thank you for playing along. <laughs> uh and this is there will be film a film podcast run I think by they know that. run they, by they, W four,
1: We're four episodes in. By now we have a big listener base. Yep. We have thousands of people who are just hanging on every single
0: Yep. Yes, that's correct. But in case somehow they're just stumbling onto this latest episode, we are a film podcast that is run through WQSU. The, uh, what does
1: the WQ stand
0: for? 888-9 The Pulse. It is the official radio station of Susquehanna University.
1: What does the WQ stand for? It's call letters. That's boring. I thought that it would be like Wonder Queso. Susquehanna University.
0: Let's not trash the 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 sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> I'm not how am I trashing it? I'm generally
1: curious where WQSU, the SU stands for Susquehanna University, where where we may or may not go to college because we're not supposed to divulge personal information and um, we we go to Susquehanna University. We may or may not. We might have crazy people who listen to this who want to meet us who will sit at on our campus. Uh, don't listen to me. If, if I'm giving you... If I'm, like, <clears throat> inspiring you to do anything, don't listen
0: to me. But what if they just... I'd be flattered if someone came and sat on campus and was waiting to...
1: But what if they're a creepy person with, like, a bunch of tattoos? Not saying tattoos are creepy. I have friends who have tattoos. In fact, a friend of mine, girlfriend, has tattoos. Um, and I don't judge her. And I don't judge you for having a tattoo. In fact, I'm thinking about getting tattooed myself. But sometimes, you know, there are creepy people who have a lot of tattoos, like, on their necks and stuff. And, it like, it like, and what if they're waiting for you, Nick? And they're like, hi, I've been waiting so long to meet you. And and they meet us, and they're super weird, and it's scary, and we can never come back here.
0: Is four minutes the record of the quickest that we've just, like, gone off the rails? You no, know, i pushed
1: this podcast off the rails within a minute. I've listened to old episodes, guys. Um, so I can really be on top of my game So I can give you the best podcast experience possible That's that's so kind of you Yeah, I've noticed a few things So number one, I tend to do this thing Where I start a subject and forget about what I'm talking about So I'm really working on Anyways, so what else are we <laughs> See what I did there? It was a joke
0: This is this is a true fact about life too Not just the podcast Yeah,
1: so I'm really, really working hard on that And then I, um, I gave Nick a note I didn't remember what it was. He he interrupts me a lot. So I told Nick to stop interrupting me because I'm really the money maker of this podcast.
0: I'm inclined to disagree. Okay. Um so we're here to talk about movies, not about the podcast. Oh wait, before is...
1: anything, a little plug.
0: Yes. Little
1: plug. Nick and I were just cast in Oh yes. What were we just cast in? Are we... I don't know if we're... I don't know if we're allowed to plug... I'm yeah, i think, it. I think we it. I'm doing it. Nick and I were just casting Dracula.
0: Yes. Uh, a, the adaptation by um, Liz Lockhead. Who are you playing? Um, I will be playing Dracula. <gasps> Charlie, who are you playing? I'm
1: playing Dr. Arthur Seward. Seward. Not C-word, Seward. Seward. Um, and you, our listeners, if you're in the area... Or if you're on the other side of the country, because you know we got a couple of listeners out there in California. We, you're one we of hope our, if you. Well, my grandmother. Oh, fair, fair. So, your grandmother. My grandmother is coming to see it. Yes. So if you want to come see Dracula, you should come see it, and then then you can meet us, and it won't be weird. What are the dates of the show, Charlie? No, I never really know what the dates of shows <clears throat> until like. A week before Tech Week. When you're like, oh, no. And people are like, Tech Week next week. And I go, what?
0: That's not good. That's a problem. Yeah. By
1: by then, I don't even know my lines. I've forgotten my blocking. Everyone's mad at me. The dates of the show are November 14th through the 17th. Fun fact, that is also my cousin Zach's
0: wedding, which I will not be going to now. Because he will be playing Dr. Arthur Seward yeah. in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. That's a fun movie, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Gary Oldman plays Let's Dracula. let a weird name, Bram Stoker. It's actually short for Abraham. It doesn't make it better. It's still a weird name. Abraham Stoker. He was born in Ireland. I knew that. I did know that. He was a very sick child. I did. I read the
1: front of the script, which gives me a little breakdown. The on... front
0: of the script, if I remember correctly, has... The words Bram Stoker's Dracula, and then a splotch of blood. That's about Not it. Not the cover. Of that would the be script. the front of the Not script. Not the cover though. of the
1: script. The first couple pages, which is the front, the front. The of first the few pages. <laughs> you know what? I'm done with those. Let's let's move on. I, I, I'm having a very hard time. I'm trying to keep it positive. This is absurd.
0: I don't even know why I work with you. So you don't want me to go on the diatribe about the life of Bram Stoker?
1: You know what? I'm sure our listeners would love that, but you mm-hmm. know what they would love more? I'll save that for my other podcast. What other podcast? You're doing another podcast without me? What is this betrayal? Et to Brute?
0: No. Um, but... How long are we in? We're at eight minutes. Nice. Yeah. you a really good job. I know, right? Throwing
1: us off the, tr- the rails. Um.
0: So... Speaking of Dracula, which is Dracula. Dracula, Dracula is a monster. Yes. Um you Know who else is a monster? Who? Pennywise. Pennywise the dancing clown. <sighs> the 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 titular creature of Stephen King's It, chapter 2, which opened 2 weeks ago? Y- no? Yes. Um Yeah, we we saw it. Well, 2 weeks from recording. Depending on when you listen to this, yes. it might have been longer. At the time that this episode was was recorded, it was two weeks ago. Um, it Chapter 2 is a thing that a happened. Um, we
1: experienced it. It's, we sat in theaters for three hours
0: and two minutes, and we were not bored. It's Well, it stars uh, James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, Bill, Bill Hader, Hader.
1: James Ransone, hmm. Jay Ryan, and another guy whose name is Mustafa. And of course, his last name's Mustafa, Isaiah Mustafa. And of I course,
0: of course, Bill Skarsgård as Skarsgard. Pennywise.
1: Okay, th- which begs the question: Who's the best Skarsgård? It's Stellan. No, it is Alexander.
0: Watch Big Little Lies. Watch the girl with the dragon tattoo. He is good in that. He's so good in that. So, what did you think of it, Chapter Two?
1: You know, it's a problem. When your movie has a talking demon clown person who eats children mm-hmm. in the scariest part of the film w- wasn't about the the dancing clown person. What did you think the scariest part of the film was? See, I started this metaphor before remembering I forgot that I wasn't scared at all during the film. Mm-hmm. So none of it. None of it was scary. Yeah. I agree. It's
0: not a scary movie. No,
1: it's very funny. Too funny. It is too funny. I think. I think I would
0: have found it scarier mm-hmm. if it wasn't that funny. I. I'm. Well, yeah. Not because I would have found it. Because scary. I think that. I think. I think any discussion of it, Chapter Two, has to include a discussion of it from 2017, which wasn't scary. Either. Which isn't really scary, but it does have its moments where it it gets under your skin a little yeah, bit. I
1: remember the, what what you said. I totally agree with as we were walking out of it, Chapter One was that I was not scared, mm-hmm. but I was uncomfortable the yes. whole time. Mm-hmm. And on subsequent rewatches of It Chapter One, which I think I've seen now four times, mm-hmm. um, I always get the same feeling. I'm never the, the scariest part of It Chapter One is when he eats georgie also sorry if i spoiled that for you that movie's been out for two years now two years ago it was a cultural phenomenon the, it, the the miniseries came out in the 90s and the books came out in the 80s in the 80s so if you didn't know that happens it, it happens but we'll,
0: we'll stay relatively spoiler free for, for, for chapter two for chapter two um our main discussion however i think well we'll, we'll get to that yeah but um
1: no and so it chapter 1 isn't scary but it always gets under your skin. I didn't get that feeling at all. Like I, mm-hmm. I I genuinely felt like I was watching a comedy. And the the real problem with the movie was the best parts of it chapter 2 mm-hmm. were like when they were all just talking, moving
0: yeah. around. One of the best scenes I think in the movie is when the adult losers club are meeting up again for the first yeah, time the, in the, the have, Chinese restaurant, you, and they get to sit down and eat and talk and catch up for the first time in years, twenty-seven years, and twenty-seven years. And it's it's a genuinely like you feel like this group of people are real and that they love each other and that yeah. they care about each other, and it. it that was something really well done because you feel that way about the kids in the first movie, too. Yeah. But that's not scary. No. And as that scene progresses, you feel like it's supposed to get scary, and I was never scared. Well,
1: there's a moment in it um, where they where Pennywise starts doing some creepy stuff mm-hmm. to them at the restaurant, and it was just... The CGI was just yeah. so fake, and what was happening was just so obviously couldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. I was a little, like, I just... Like, look,
0: look when it. But no, wait. If you don't mind, if I pose yeah. a question, when you when we walked out of it, chapter two, you seemed pretty, pretty positive about it. I liked it. it. Has has your opinion changed in the two weeks then? No, that, w- because I think I, I have to say up front that I walked out of that movie rather disappointed.
1: I was disappointed, but I thought the acting was good enough, and what and and I thought the comedy was good enough. Where I was like, you know what. I, I enjoyed myself for three mm-hmm. hours. I didn't expect to go into it, chapter two and be like, oh, this is the greatest thing mm-hmm. ever, like I did when I went to see Us. Like, I didn't right. expect to have that feeling afterwards, and I said, "If and before, and I, and I was gonna, I had read reviews, so I knew that it wasn't gonna be that scary, mm-hmm. and I said, if I'm entertained for three hours, mm-hmm. that is good enough for me. Fair. Which it was. And when, and when inevitably, the, the two-part Five-hour-long film that will be exciting. I would, right, w- I'll watch that. Comes out, I'm gonna buy it, and mm-hmm. I'll and I'll sit down for five hours, probably take an intermission or two, mm-hmm. and I'll watch it because yeah. the, because it was an entertaining film. I just think that there there's so many things also working against it mm-hmm. where I just don't think it was gonna be scary. What makes the first movie work mm-hmm. is that w- I think as an adult. You are naturally when you see children in danger, you're you're, you're conditioned. Inclu- yeah. You're conditioned to to um, respond a certain way. Respond a certain way. I mean, I worked at a a a camp, or I worked at a theater this summer, and part of my responsibilities was taking was, you were a camp counselor, was being a camp counselor, and watching children eleven to fourteen or nine to fourteen. Mm-hmm. And it was like, ter- and, and I realized through that job how conditioned I was mm-hmm. because these children would be doing barely anything, maybe like pushing each other. And yeah. I'd have to go and be like,
0: go guys, be an adult.
1: I had to go be an adult and be like, hey, guys, calm down. Then that moment I was like, oh no, they could hurt each other. Mm-hmm. And I jumped out of my seat because we are conditioned to do that. So that for it, chapter one
0: you're automatically predispositioned to behave a certain way, whereas you don't necessarily feel that way when it's a killer clown going after a bunch of adults. And
1: think about it this way. I mean, not to be too callous or, like, disturbing, Mm -hmm. but when a child dies, Mm -hmm. you think how tragic a young life that will never be able to, like, live a full life. When an adult dies, yes, you're upset, but you're like...
0: Not in the same
1: way. it's, it's, It's a... You're like he lived a life. Mm-hmm. He got past the age of eighteen. Yeah. And there's this weird cutoff for people where it's one you're when you're eighteen. You're like, cool. You're you got to do your own thing now. Mm-hmm. And so it just it's naturally not going to be as scary. Fair enough. And and the characters aren't they they didn't develop the characters enough for me. They
0: they assume that you just will inherently like the characters because you liked them in the first movie, yeah. although. And I think any discussion of it, Chapter Two, has to include something about Bill Hader, Bill Hader. who delivers Bill Hader, the best performance of the movie. I, oh,
1: he is so good! There, Bill Hader is a
0: superstar. Bill Hader is so good. Oh, if
1: you guys, if you're not watching Barry on uh, HBO, aw, fix such it. a
0: good show. Bill Hader, I think I can't believe we haven't talked about Barry on this oh, podcast we'll talk about yet. Barry
1: eventually. It's one of the few TV shows this man will actually watch. No. Fair. Barry. Bill Hader.
0: I don't even know. He's, like, I can't he put into is, words. He's beginning, tap- he's beginning to show that he is capable of doing everything. Yeah. Bill Hader is only 41. I don't think he has sang or danced yet, to the think, best of my I don't mind.
1: think Bill Hader will sing or dance.
0: And but, that's fine, but yeah. he can do both comedy and dr- drama. So incredibly well. He can write a TV show. He can direct a TV show.
2: Bill he directed
0: Hader, the greatest episode of Barry. Which one was that? The one where he has to where he breaks into the guy's house yep, yep. and is fighting the, yep. the the girl.
1: No, Bill Hader
0: is a genius.
1: Yeah, he's a genius. He, and his he's only forty one. Mm-hmm. I, I I would have put him in his fifties.
0: No, I would have thought he was younger, honestly. But,
1: but, but the dude is only forty one. He's in the prime of his life. Mm-hmm. We're witnessing the maturation of. Yeah, of a, a, a guy who's going to be a mainstay in Hollywood for 40 years. He's
0: so good. And he, he plays Richie Tozer, yeah. who's the, the comedy joker of the group. And, I mean, arguably, some of his performance is to the detriment of the film because he's so funny and he's so good at being funny the, at all the wrong times. But yeah. you can't help but be like, oh, Bill Hader is so good at what he does. Yeah.
1: I mean it's it's honestly
0: their fault
1: for casting him. Yeah. Because he's just such a presence. Mm-hmm. Honestly the, the moment in the movie that I'm not gonna spoil what happens. Yeah. The moment in the movie that I was the most terrified, the most uncomfortable Involved him. Was was when he's in the park. Mm-hmm. Because he's just so good. Yeah. That whole scene was like you, you put the two best actors of the movie in the same area mm-hmm. and boom, that was creepy. Yeah. So
0: Bill Hader. Is is I love excellent. Bill Hader. Watch Barry.
1: Watch everything Bill Hader is a part of.
0: Cloudy with a Chance
1: of Meatballs. Also, great interview. John Mulaney interviewed uh, Bill Hader at 92nd oh. Street Y. Mm-hmm. It's about an hour and a half. It's on YouTube. Oh wow, very interesting interview.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Because they work together at SNL. Yeah.
1: they're best friends. Yeah. Also. Just, I would love to commend Bill Hader on something. He's been talking and being been very open about his issues with mm, anxiety, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think it's very important for people to speak about that. So, yeah, good job, Bill Hader.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for Bill Hader to get an Oscar nom He's at some it. point. Not oh. for It Chapter Two, but okay, at some point good. down the line. Oh,
1: Bill Hader's definitely gonna get that. But
0: at some Oscar point down the nomination. line, I I look forward to that. Yeah. But all this talk of It Chapter Two aside, this is not. This was but an appetizer. On this podcast episode, a 18-minute appetizer for the main course that you have all been waiting for—that we Wait, teased. Can I just
1: inject no one quick thing no 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 it's important it's important before this or you can talk about then before we get to the main course
0: but, uh, you want you want to sprinkle a little garnish on the sides sp-
1: sprinkle a little garnish on the side for your Passover dinner yes this is the horseradish on the uh, matzah. It doesn't taste very good, but you got to do it. At at
0: most, at most restaurants that I go to, where I order an appetizer, the the, the app is is an order of uh, buffalo wings. This is the celery to those buffalo wings, as it yes. were. Yes. yes. Big Mouth trailer. Yes, Big Mouth. Let's Talking do, about John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. Let's
1: do our one sentence review of the Big Mouth trailer. Go.
0: Big Mouth season three, the trailer as usual. Made me uncomfortable, and I cannot wait. Big Mouth
1: Season 3. You know, when I first heard of this show, I didn't think I'd be excited for it, but the fact that it's the most anticipated thing coming up for me both horrifies me and excites me. Yeah. Big Mouth Season 3. If you want to get very uncomfortable and laugh a lot...
0: Big Mouth is the show for you. Big Mouth
1: is the show for you.
0: Also, in terms of other trailers, there yes. was a new trailer for *Knives Out* today, Knives out. which is, I think, our most anticipated movie yeah. of the fall. Uh, cannot wait. Cannot wait for Just it. Just keeps getting better and better. *Knives Out*. And uh, all the all the buzz at Toronto mm-hmm. was. Ooh, ooh. We I think our last recording was before it Toronto. Was before
1: Toronto. Joker. News
0: Joker won best film at
1: Venice. Yeah. The same week. It's gonna be wild. The, this, as I said to Nick, and then we'll talk about our main. Yes, we'll get to the main. We'll get course. to the main course. Um, is that this is not necessarily the year for like the best movies I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Like the last few years, I feel like I've anticipated more films. Yeah, but this might be the weirdest year for movies
0: mm-hmm. I've experienced in a long time. Just everything is all over the place. We're yeah. getting, you know, but at the same time, it's really nice that we're getting a little bit of everything. Yeah which is i mean if you think about it the downton abbey movie oh. which is opening tomorrow oh, God. is opening the same day as ad astra yes. a sci-fi you know epic
1: you know, no downton abbey the movie is going to get nominated for best picture no it's not no it is a lot of people have been getting really you best think picture. so I've, a lot of the um, previews i've been looking at oh wow or predictions of, like i think like 4 out of like 7 of them so, Downton Abbey's a favorite for Best Picture. Really? Not winning, but getting nominated. Wow. So, that means I'm going to have to watch Downton Abbey, the movie, which means I'm going to have to watch, watch Downton, Downton Abbey, Abbey the, the TV show. show. And I didn't like Downton Abbey, the TV show. I only watched it with my mom because I wanted something to do with her, and she wouldn't watch The
0: Office with me for the fifth time. And there's like a lot of Downton Abbey to get through. There's
1: seven seasons. I've seen the first three, and I use the death of my favorite character as an excuse to stop watching. It's so boring. Nothing happens. That's me saying that. I love it when nothing happens. Is that is that
0: Dan Stevens who Dan, dies? Yeah.
1: yeah. When Dan Stevens dies, I was like, here is my chance. I love Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens is
0: great. We could I could do an episode on just talking about. It. That beautiful, beautiful man. There there's there was a while when they thought that Dan Stevens was gonna be the next James Bond. Yeah. Which I'd be okay with. Me too. Yeah. So um now that Damian Lewis was another one whose name was thrown into the ring. But that'll be another episode yeah, when so when we get to the next Bond movie in April. Yeah,
1: so but I'm just like I'm gonna have to watch the Downton Abbey movie now, and that means I'm gonna have to watch Downton Abbey, and I hate everything and I'm mad at it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to our main course. My main course is a steak with a side of sautéed onions, orzo with cheese, preferably made by my dad, because I don't like
0: cooking, even though I'm good at it. Stop texting your girlfriend. She sent me a funny picture of You're... of the little vampire and said that that is me as Dracula. <laughs> See, it was worth it. That was worth it. Okay, you're, you're on a job. Yes, you know I, I realize. You know you're doing
1: this for class credit. Yes, I
0: realize, I realize. I, I, I apologize. I will put my phone away. Okay, cool. All so right, my, the main course. I'd say what my main course is. My main course is just a second helping of Buffalo Wings. Cool. All right, the moment has arrived that we talk about the best movie of the summer, <gasps> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Why did you say it like that? That made me very uncomfortable. Because I'm thinking that for something cool, I'm going to, like, splice in some audio from the trailer after that, so it needs, like, a cool, like, lead-in. Oh, I I feel like—I feel like—and I feel like our listeners feel
1: like this, that you and I need to do a better job at talking about what we're going to do— Before we sit down and do it. Before we sit down and do it, because I know people who do podcasts don't prepare, but I was not expecting (laughs) that— Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Cool. So once upon a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time Brad in Hollywood. Pitt. Brad Leonardo Pitt, DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, Margaret Qualley, who's now dating Pete Davidson, which makes no sense. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Um, um, uh, uh, the Bruce old Dern. guy, the old guy, Bruce Dern. Yes. Um, um, uh, uh,
0: uh James Madsen. Michael Madsen. Oh, no. I No, no, What's no. Michael no. Madsen? Michael he... Madsen has a one scene cameo. Yeah, and
1: James Madsen got cut. Yes, Damien yes.
0: Lewis. Damien Lewis is in one scene. Damien Lewis. Um, um, who else is in this movie? Uh,
1: uh, uh, the guy from Into the Wild.
0: Um. There's uh, the- Who's the guy who played the main character in Into the Wild? I, I don't know. I did not see Into the Wild. Well, that's good. It's a bad movie. Oh, okay. Um I'm going to look this up. You talk. Okay. Um, once upon a time in Hollywood, of course, as we've been saying on every episode of this podcast since... Emil Hirsch. Thank you. Who
1: did he play in the movie? He played uh, Margot Robbie's best friend, who she used to be in love with. Oh, and yes,
0: yes. Um... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, as we've been saying on every episode of this podcast, is the ninth film from Quentin Tarantino.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: And is a story about Hollywood in 1969, following the lives of Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth. Rick Dalton, an actor. And Cliff Booth, his stunt double, mm-hmm. as they uh combat the changing world of Hollywood Sharon Tate is there is uh Sharon Tate is Rick's neighbor yes yeah, and she just kind of is there
1: during the film and I then, disagree with that statement I don't think it's bad I think she's just and then and then uh uh Charles Manson is somewhere he he's in one scene he's in one scene which I was kind of
0: disappointed about. I wasn't, and it's a good scene, and we'll get to no, it. No, no, it was a very good scene. And look, let me be clear.
1: It's a great film. I love it dearly. I can't wait to watch it again. Oh, I'm so but, excited to
0: watch it again. But
1: I'm a crazy person who wanted to see a little more Charles Manson. I did get my Charles Manson content from Mindhunter, Mind which was good, but yeah.
0: So I think I think this movie's been out since the end of July. It so is. We can just it's currently th- September.
1: Th- it has made three hundred million dollars at the box office. So if you didn't contribute to that, too
0: bad. So We're I gonna think talk spoilers. This is going to be a spoiler-filled review. Yeah. All right. So if you want to, um, not be spoiled, uh, go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think and it's still playing in some theaters. Wh- what
1: time is it? What how many? It is
0: twenty-seven minutes in.
1: Okay, come back and like. 20 minutes yeah (laughs) come back in like 20 minutes and we're gonna or so or so uh let's
0: we're after 20 minutes if we'll we'll tell you to go away if if we're still talking
1: about it and then come back for the the interesting stuff when our friend anthony joins us
0: yes are we gonna do are we doing uh our tarantino rankings during this portion i thought we're gonna wait for anthony I guess we can do that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. This so, also might be a really long podcast. I know, I'm very excited. Oh, dear Lord. Alright. So, once upon a time in Hollywood, um Best part. Be,
1: we ooh. both agree. We agree. We have to agree on it. Did we did we Yeah. Rick Dalton's uh meltdown in the trailer. Oh Rick yes. Dalton. Yes. So Rick Dalton had this. Has this giant meltdown Mm -hmm. after he forgets one of his lines in the trailer, Mm -hmm. where he calls himself an idiot, a hack. Says he's he's gonna convinces himself that he's
0: gonna stop drinking and then starts drinking immediately after.
1: And and Nick and I, both as actors, we both loved this scene, but had very different responses to it.
0: I I laughed hysterically because I thought it was the most true thing that I had seen in a movie in so long
1: mm-hmm. and I sat in my seat and tried to sink as far into it as possible because I was very upset because this was the most true thing mm-hmm. I had seen on film in such a long time I'm sure Nick you can relate to this Yes, I have gone back to my room and done After that. A and I haven't yelled mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But where I'm just like lying in bed staring but that, at the ceiling. It's and been your like, internal I, monologue. Yeah, I've been like, I'm a hack. Mm-hmm. I'm the worst actor. Yeah. I should quit. No one likes me.
0: Yeah, it's it's so good. And, I, and what I think is most interesting that I write about that bit is that wasn't in the original script. It wasn't. That was that was something that Leonardo DiCaprio came to Quentin Tarantino and was like, I think this should happen. And so they changed things to to let that scene unfold as it did. Yeah. I love that. That's
1: it's it's so fun. That means Leo's like, I've done this. Yes.
0: Which which upsets me. Uh, or it makes me feel better. Rick Dalton might be my favorite Tarantino protagonist. Protagonist? Let's come back to that. Okay. Because I just want to say— I'm not sure if I'm willing to, like, fully say that statement at this time, but, like, he's such an interesting character, and DiCaprio's performance Mm -hmm. is phenomenal. I
1: just—so, I'm going to be really annoying here and get what we talked about in directing and— define what protagonist is protagonist isn't necessary necessarily the hero it's like the character who goes through the most change i think he does no 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 no. i'm saying because for mine Mm -hmm. my favorite tarantino protagonist Mm -hmm. is uh christoph waltz in the glorious bastard hans landa hans landa i think he's the best protagonist
0: Fair by that definition of protagonist. Yes,
1: by my annoying artsy definition of it.
0: But. Because who else
1: went through more change than him in Inglorious Bastards? mm, No one.
0: Shoshana? That, She's that, the that, protagonist of that movie. I just read, I just saw an article the other day that, despite the fact that the movie is called *Inglorious Bastards*, it's about it, it's Shoshana's movie. I
1: can get on board with that. I still think Hans Landa's the protagonist.
0: I think it's Shoshana. but
1: that's just me because I love Hans Landa. We know. I wanted to write my my capstone
0: paper about about Hans Landa. That's 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 a lot.
1: But but uh, Anna wouldn't let me do it because I'm a theater major.
0: Not a film major. (laughs) We're getting off track. Let's talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, sounds good. So let's talk about DiCaprio. DiCaprio.
2: Well,
1: I just what I was gonna say earlier is what I think makes Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so much fun, and like that scene is shows mm-hmm. is how real it is yeah how based in a reality that i think i think especially if you love film if you're an actor mm-hmm. if you've experienced that world it's like yeah i know that guy mm-hmm. i've been that guy and i've been cliff booth where i felt like even though i'm not a stuntman i felt mm-hmm. like no one has a need for me and like my mm-hmm. art. no one like
0: i'm just someone's sidekick i think in terms of um the, the reality of the world. Mm-hmm. The the other part that made me laugh really loudly in the theater was when Decap- uh, Dalton is sitting with the little girl yeah. and she's talking about her craft as an actress. Ooh, that reminds me of so many people I do not like. And, and I just thought that that was so real and so funny. Best line Best
1: line of that is, actress is a made-up word. Actor is a profession. I was like... Ooh, I feel
2: that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, just I—I've been in that same situation where I've been like, I know people like that who speak just like that. Yes, in we've gone to school with people like that, and it's so funny that that Tarantino has tapped into that with a nine-year-old girl. Into with a nine-year-old, yeah. And I mean that. This, I think, the the discussion of what tarantino is saying about art and artists is a little beyond the reaches of this podcast unless we really want to go down that rabbit hole
1: we're probably not gonna be done with this segment until 50 minutes in and we have some
0: other stuff we need to get to yeah so but i mean at another time we can we can return to to write a, a thesis of oh i could write
1: a 20 page paper on this film
0: on on what tarantino has to say about art yeah because once again this is another one of his movies just like inglorious bastards where he is saying that movies are sa- can save the world yeah which is a fascinating yeah point to make as a, as a filmmaker i
1: think it's also really interesting that it takes place the majority of it takes place over two days mm-hmm. and and you're just nothing really happens
2: and no, it's, the, it's
0: a hangout
1: movie. Yeah, there's not really a plot. Mm-hmm. It's just you're following this guy, these two guys, who are on the outskirts of Hollywood, mm-hmm. who are no longer the stars they once were. Yeah. Here's a question I posed to you. Mm-hmm. Did Cliff Booth kill his wife? Ooh. So there's a, uh, if you haven't seen the film, uh, there's a comment. there's a running theme, mm-hmm. a running plot line that Brad Pitt's character, people don't like him and find him creepy because his wife died. Under mysterious circumstances. Under mysterious circumstances while they were on a boat. Mm -hmm. And then they show a flashback of her nagging him while he's on the boat while he's holding a harpoon gun. Mm -hmm. And they don't tell us anything more than that and don't talk about it again, which I think is one of the most interesting parts of the film, Mm -hmm. and just lets us be like, did this guy kill his wife? (sighs) I think he did. I don't know. I think he did. I
0: think. I, I don't see any reason why he. Any. There's nothing in the movie to suggest that he didn't. Yeah. And I think. I think in some ways you can look at the rest of the movie as something of a redemption for. Cliff See, Booth, as problematic it. as that statement might yeah, be, yeah. Um,
1: but that's why I believe he did it. Mm-hmm. Like, is that that he he saves the lives of two other people? Yeah. After, or and and in the movie, saves the life of Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. After killing his wife, yeah,
0: he's yeah pretty much. So, I I am inclined to agree. I think yeah. he probably did. Killer's It's oh, Such a good movie. It's so good. Ugh. Um. To to
1: be clear, we do not condone condone murder. No. And when I say it's so good, I did not mean the
0: murder. No. I think something that's worth talking about, though, is how relatively calm it is. Calm. This movie yeah. is. I kept... Especially, I mean, what what struck me is, supposing that you were going to sit someone down. ...and make them watch Tarantino's filmography start to end. One, that sounds like a great day. Yes. But two... Well, two days. Yeah. No, it's straight through. Straight through? No bathroom breaks? Bathroom breaks. Okay. Food breaks? But think about... Or do you have all the food set up next to you already? This is irrelevant. Okay. But think about this. In just... Supposing you were going to do that, you've got Django Unchained and The Hateful Eight back-to-back... Followed them by Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is so unlike those two other movies, that you could... I mean, my my mom, for example, does not like the violence of Quentin Tarantino movies. Well, your mom... Sorry, Renee. Please don't call out my mom like that. (laughs) I, I, I love you. You're great. But you're wrong. But I've been like, you could watch the first two hours... Of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, you could
1: conceivably stop Once Upon a Time in Hollywood before the time jump.
0: Yeah, exactly. You could watch those first two hours, and if you don't mind the profanity, you will not see anything that you wish that you had not seen, Mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. And I just think that that's really interesting. It's showing showing that Tarantino doesn't need the -the over-the-top gore and violence and everything to to tell but, a story but but
1: but yes but, yes I, I love the over-the-top violence and gore
0: we all do yeah
1: but but that actually what what's interesting about that like inglorious bastards is my mm-hmm. um second favorite movie of all time mm-hmm. my least favorite part of the movie mm-hmm. is the over-top the violence and gore but at yeah the end. and the same thing with django and chains what like the, the 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 uh the shootout the shootout in Candyland in Candyland is my least favorite it's part. It's so of the movie. over the top. It's so over the top. And like look, I love those like I love Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And I and so I'm never gonna be like, don't do your over the top blood and gore. Mm-hmm. But what makes no one I, I, I think when I go to see a Tarantino film mm-hmm. I go for the great characters and the dialogue and mm-hmm. the interesting story, expecting the blood and gore.
0: Yeah. And I think, but he's showing. I think it's showing growth as as a filmmaker yeah. too. This is this is Tarantino coming down off of being so nihilistic and angry yeah. in The Hateful Eight, and this is him being a little bit. This is him being nostalgic yeah. and like.
1: Well, he also grew up in Hollywood. In yeah, this
0: 16th. this is this is. I mean, he's saying that this is the story of like when he was like seven years old. Yeah. this is you know looking back on that period of his life. Mm -hmm. And I just think that that's so interesting. Mm -hmm. So let's
1: talk about the ending. Yes. The very end, uh, uh, Tex Winters, that's his name, right? I believe so, yes. Tex Winters and a couple other of his... uh, Of the Manson family. Of the Manson family go... And
0: run into Rick Dalton. Well, they're they're on their way to kill Sharon. Yeah, they're on their way to kill Sharon Tate, as history has th- has has proven.
1: Yeah, and and their car they're talking outside, and Rick Dalton sees their car, and he drunkenly he, he stumbles, stumbles out stumbles. and yells at them. So they drive down the road and decide, instead of killing Sharon Tate, they're, they're going to kill kill Rick Dalton. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth kill. Tex Winters and the, the two m- others, Sharon Tate lives, mm-hmm. and Sharon Tate lives.
0: I kind of expected
1: this going into the film.
0: I wasn't sure what to expect because I know that Tarantino has no problem with changing history. Well, well, if you look at all of Tarantino's history films,
1: I hate, I hate that. I hate like if you look at Shakespeare's histories, but Tarantino's of, but his history, history films. Um, if you look at his histories, mm-hmm. which I'm going to call them he changes history in all of them
0: everything in one he's chosen to change history not to the same extent though Django in, and
1: Inglorious Master well yes yes he kills Adolf Hitler yes
0: but I'm just gonna say Django and the Hateful Eight yeah more or less yeah. exist within... The, those two films, yes, can exist more in history. There there are, of course, anachronisms in, in the dialogue yeah. and I believe in like the model of guns yeah. used in both of those movies. Oh no, yes, yes, yes. Those films... But Inglourious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... Could not exist in history. They change history. Yeah. So there was always the potential that it was going to happen, mm-hmm. but we weren't sure that, I I wasn't sure that it was going to happen. I was, I'd
1: say I was 70% sure it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I was just more interested in how it was going to happen. Yeah. But I'm very interested to hear, what did you think? Of the ending? Of the changing of history. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I loved it so much, mm-hmm. but I think when you grow up on movies, you grow up on loving Hollywood, mm-hmm. you, you hear about Sharon Tate, mm-hmm. and you hear about and everyone knows the story. It's so tragic. apparently
0: not really. So
2: I don't know if you well, heard. Kim, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah please go before. ahead.
1: And, and so, but like, especially if you love movies, this is something you know. We mm-hmm. and it's this tragic thing, and to see Sharon Tate alive and happy mm-hmm. at the end. There's something, in my opinion, that was so beautiful and yeah. magical about it. Uh, even think about now, my like, I'm getting shivers. Mm-hmm. It just. I, th- I found it just a, a – r- and it's weird to say this for a Tarantino film, mm-hmm. but I thought it was this beautiful, sweet yeah.
0: ending to see her. You you leave with a big, like, happy smile yeah. on your face. Of course. Which is not the feeling that you get at the end of most Tarantino, Tarantino movies where everyone is dead and you're like, oh, my you, God.
1: Very, this is the first Tarantino film that's not nihilistic, in my opinion.
0: Um, For the most part. Well – I think we can discuss that at another time. We can time. talk about this later in the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, to return to your—before I tell you what I thought of the ending, yeah. to return to your belief that everybody knows what happened to Sharon Tate, I don't know if you saw, there was a lot of fallout on oh, Twitter. Yeah. I did
1: hear not a lot of people after, liked it because they didn't know who the Mansons were.
0: Well, they didn't know who the Manson family was, and they were under the—they were, like, confused by the ending. They are like, why was Margot Robbie in this movie? She didn't do anything. And that's why I was like, sort of when you were like, Margot Robbie is there. Margot Robbie has a really important role in this movie. She doesn't necessarily have a lot of action, mm-hmm. but just seeing Sharon Tate be a person d- divorced of her connection to the Manson family, I think is important well, I do. in I, itself. I, I,
1: think that, I think that's very important. I'm talking from like a broader view mm-hmm. of just like sh- she's there. And I think I think as someone who knows who Sharon Tate is, mm-hmm. I, I I don't think people who know Sharon Tate is had any problem with Margot Robbie being in the movie. Yeah, room. and I th- and I don't know if they could have voiced it the way you just voiced right. it.
0: Right. There there was when I saw the movie, I left the theater and I heard a group of people who were sitting behind me. They were like, "But I don't understand. I thought that everybody in that house died." so they were looking at it purely as this movie is a historical retelling
1: well if you're going into a tarantino film for a historical retelling i got some
0: bad news for you fair um in in my opinion of the ending though i thought it was brilliant yeah. i loved it um i loved that once again we get to see Tarantino assert that movies can save the world. Yeah. I think it's such an interesting idea to come back to, and no other filmmaker is going that far to say, you know, that the the art that I am creating has the potential to change history. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's such a, a an impactful. Statement and I love the way that he did it too. Yeah. and I mean, for for those of us who may enjoy the the over the top blood and violence of a Tarantino movie, those you know, the last half hour was great. Was great. It it gave us that, but beyond that, it also gave us something that. Tarantino also really, really specializes in and that's building suspense. Oh god. I was on the edge of my seat for the last half hour of that movie. I think
1: I think what Tarantino did was so great by leaving her alive because he used the death of Sharon Tate Mm -hmm. to his advantage Mm -hmm. for that final forty five minutes. Yeah. Because he knew for the most part if you are smart. That
0: – why do I go to the – You go for the jugular for these people.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very opinionated.
0: Well, if These you, people have to put on their big boy pants and yeah. go down to the library and read about history. Yeah.
1: No, so if like you knew – if you knew Sharon Tate got killed by the Mansons, got murdered mm-hmm. by the Mansons, you were waiting the entire film for Sharon Tate to be murdered by the Mansons. Yeah. And then you knew that somehow these two characters and Cliff Booth And uh, Rick Dalton that you Mm -hmm. loved were going to be involved with that. And he used the fact that we knew that she was going to be attacked to be like, oh, no, something really bad is going to happen. Okay. I think we have time. We are at 46. We're at 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Go away for like three more minutes. Come back at like 51 minutes. Okay. What what do you want to do in those three minutes? Brad Pitt. I don't love Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt. I, I I've never gotten the fascination people have. With Brad you haven't Pitt.
0: seen the oceans movies. I have seen the oceans movies. Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, I've seen all three. Then then you understand why Brad Pitt is a national treasure. Like okay, look, Brad Pitt is a dreamboat. Okay,
1: <laughs> don't get me wrong, but I just he's not. I I've never loved him as an actor. Mm-hmm. I've never been like I've never gone to a film and been like Brad Pitt is in this, yes.
0: But he's so good
1: as Cliff Booth. But yeah, but this is my favorite Brad Pitt performance mm-hmm. since some Glorious Bastard. Yeah. He was having so much fun. Oh, so much so fun. Apparent. Like the scene with Bruce Lee.
0: Oh, that's so much fun. The scene at the at the movie ranch when he runs into the Manson family. Yeah. Terrifying. Yes. It's it's a tiny little horror movie yeah. in the middle of this he was, big epic. He was
1: unbelievably good.
0: He was so good. I, but in, in terms of my Oscar predictions, yeah. I think he'll be overlooked for Leo. I yeah. think Leo... No,
1: he's not even doing an Oscar campaign.
0: So, but this this rise, raises the question, do you think this movie will be nominated, and do you think it has a chance to win Best Screenplay, Best Picture, Best Director? I
1: think it has a better chance of winning Best Screenplay than anything. Mm-hmm. I think that especially because... You think
0: this could be Tarantino's third second, screenplay win?
1: Or did he win for Inglorious Bastards? He won
0: for Pulp Fiction... And Django. Okay.
1: No, whatever he won for. I think he has a chance for another screenplay. I don't think the Academy likes nominating. They'll nominate this for Best Picture, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I just can't see the Academy ever giving him a Best Director, Best
0: Picture. I think they'll nominate him for this. I think he'll it's get nominated
1: a... for both. I think he'll get mm-hmm. nominated for both. I don't think they'll ever give it to him.
0: If, if there is a movie that... They would give it to him for. I think it would be this mm-hmm. because this is. I agree.
1: Yeah. I just if, if Inglorious Bastards couldn't get him a Best Director nomination.
0: I I think this could though. Okay. Because, well, no, I don't like this quite as much as Inglorious Bastards, but that we'll get to our ranking in a little bit. Yeah. Um. Okay. So um, what time is it? It is forty 48- eight. 52. You told people to come back at 50, so we've got like another two minutes.
1: We should put the time to good use. Well, the, um...
0: The, 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 I'm killing time. The movies, I'm killing, I'm killing time. The, the movies within the movie. Oh, God. The I one loved where, it. The
1: one where he said, I'm gonna fry some sauerkraut. So
0: funny. That
1: was really good. My, I love the I think the intro was just like I was. I wasn't sure how on board with the film I was going to be mm-hmm. going into it, but when they in- started the movie in a black and white interview, yeah, like on the set on the set of
0: uh of the Bounding Law the TV Bounty show, Law. yeah,
1: and and Brad Pitt goes uh, and they say and you handle his load. He goes yeah. That's about right. I handle his load. I was like, okay, I'm, I
0: am I'm, can I'm, watch four hours yeah. of this. And you probably can at some point. Cause when he releases that extended cut. It's on Netflix he only. He said
1: something really interesting. That the, the little girl who played the actress, mm-hmm. he said, I had to cut out a scene that would have been a lock for an Oscar nomination. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. So, what time but, is it now? Uh, 50. Okay. So, um...
1: So, what we got coming up for you this guys... Is, this is
0: only part one of this episode. We
1: got some fun stuff. We're going to do our Quentin Tarantino movie rankings, mm-hmm. which mine will be correct, and Anthony's
0: and Nick's will be incorrect. Mine will be correct, and Charlie's will it, be somewhat less good.
1: You know what? I think that you're copying me, which shows that you don't have a good sense of self.
0: No, my list will be very independent of yours.
1: I think mine's gonna be better. Anthony's will be the worst
0: because well, Anthony hasn't seen all of them either. Exactly. So,
1: <laughs> point proven. Um, and and then, then and then, then we're then gonna our, play. We've been talking about this mm-hmm.
0: for months. We're gonna play a fun game of pitching Tarantino's final movie. Yes,
1: I have mine all ready. I have to cast it.
0: Mm. Which... I'm still I'm still jumping between. Two ideas in my mind. You,
1: you know the, the general idea of mine. Yeah. You don't know what I actually pick, though. Yeah. Or who is in it, or mm-hmm. what it's
0: called. Yes. So I... But that that this second portion will be spliced into this first portion, and it will be a monster Tarantino extravaganza of there will be film. I'm probably
1: going to go home now and watch a Quentin Tarantino movie. I'll join you. Really? Yeah. Which one do you want to watch? Uh... I'm surprisingly kind of feeling the hateful eight. Really? Or inglorious bastards.
0: Hmm. We'll figure it out. We'll figure Maybe it out. Reservoir
1: Dogs. Django. Possibly Kill Bill.
0: Kill. I don't. I don't have Kill no, I'm, Bill.
1: No. I'm making a joke. I'm oh. just saying every Quentin Tarantino. Jackie film. Brown. No. Death Proof. I haven't actually seen Death Proof. It's not that good. Yeah. Um. No. And so. And then, as we've we've kind of hinted, our good friend Anthony, what, my, my other best friend and a person Nick will see across the room in 40 years and give a sly smile and a nod to and they'll know that they once knew each other. And
0: Anthony will be coming in as a, as, as our guest and well, it's going to be a it's going to be a time. We're going to give you a
1: quick interview with mm-hmm. Anthony, maybe 3 or 4 questions so you can get to know him.
0: I think you'll like him. I don't. I hope you okay. do.
1: We're I'm genuinely really afraid that you guys are going to want more of Anthony. So Don't like him Don't like him He's a terrible human being Is that a good way to pitch a
0: person? No Okay Alright but Stay tuned We're going But stay tuned Cause this episode Of There There will will be be film Is (laughs) not over yet
1: Yay
0: Welcome back to There will be film (laughs)
1: Yay
2: A film we podcast have, oh, here oh, on... Why are, we,
1: why are we doing our introduction again? This is just the second half oh, of the same Oh, yeah. Episode. Yeah,
2: that's true. Okay, so, um, if
1: this is a disorganized... Shut up. We haven't, intru- we haven't introduced you yet.
0: <laughs> this is the general level of how this is going to go, <laughs> just so we you know. We a
1: general issue where we don't talk about what we're doing beforehand. Mm-hmm.
0: We make it up as we go along. And um,
1: so, so this is our the, the person, the kind fellow who I just yelled shut up at. Is our good friend Anthony Wojciky? Why y'all. don't you? I didn't tell you to start talking oh, yet. I'm sorry, hold on. I'll, I'll go back. Okay, uh, is His Anthony, comment will be stricken
0: from the record.
1: <laughs> Anthony, go ahead and tell us a little something about yourself.
3: Am I supposed to talk now? Is yeah, you're. No? Li- oh, okay. I, I
1: gave you
0: the opening <laughs> to talk now.
3: Oh, nice. Hi i excited to be here. Okay. I've, I've seen a couple movies in my day.
0: That's exciting. Yeah. That's enough. Okay, no one cares. Um, actually, actually, we do care. Oh, we do? Yeah. Okay. Because this is the Tarantino special.
3: I thought this was a meteorology session. Like, this was the weather.
0: <laughs> yes. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. This is the general level of wit for the this next is- <laughs> however long this is going to go, this I'm sure. This is a sure. very
1: serious work of art we're doing, okay. and I'd appreciate it mm-hmm. if you actually... Took this seriously. Okay, I'll try and give it the. Is that within you, your powers? Can
3: I use an NPR radio voice? <laughs> no, I think, no. I don't think. I, think, <laughs> I don't think. I, I, think can do this. <laughs> I,
1: I think you need to get closer to the mic.
3: Do I? Is this better? Ha, ha, or, or, I think
1: you have to. No, you're still speaking away from the mic. Are, are my levels better? Your levels are a little better. Yes. Hey, they're out there. Stop. <laughs> okay. So Anthony's our friend. Yes, he, that is correct. He's, he's a little odd, like us. He he looks like a dad. I. For all you, uh, uh, uh supporters of g- uh, going green, mm. he has a hat that says "Make America Green Again." I love those trees. Which is uh, MAGA, but
0: not upsetting.
3: It's true. Makes it better. Really, uh, we're getting political already. Topic. Yeah. Wow. That controversial. Who? Who would have right thought
0: here? within the first three minutes? Three well, minutes. this is
1: technically within like the first, first hour. hour. This three. is true.
0: This That's is true.
3: True. There is a section of time, dear listener. Where I was just not around, and they summoned me into existence. Yes, this is true. Not five minutes ago. This is true.
0: Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we promised that we'd be coming back at a later date to record this, but this we never left. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. been in this room for, like, you know those, like three days. and we've You know been...
1: those things that, like, you pour water on it and you can make a human? We just... I don't no. think that's how they work. You know, I think you, know, you can make plants. Is
0: Anthony our chia pet? Yeah, he's like
1: a chia pet. <laughs> It's, no, no, no! You put those like those tiny little like things, and you drop them in the water, and then like a big tiny little human shaped thing would, would
3: like those foam things. Yeah. Oh, like yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: We we spent the last three days making you out I of just one expand of... when water. Yeah. We just been watering the little little foam pellet, and out came the
0: snarky man.
3: Out came me. I don't know about snarky now. Snarky. Well,
0: I think I think Anthony has to prove to our audience whether he yeah, is don't, snarky don't, don't or characterize not. characterize
3: me for them. I, I'd like to, I'd like to stop be fr- the, stop I want the them lawyer all talk. to like me.
0: First time you've ever said that. <laughs> so, okay, because this is a movie podcast, and we're talking what? about Quentin Tarantino. This is a
1: movie podcast? Yes, I it is. this is a meteorology podcast.
0: That joke's already been done once. If you didn't know. Anthony and I just high-fived.
1: I,
3: I do want to say, though, I'm kind of worried. Why? Because you, you've you,
1: never watched a good movie in your life.
3: That, but also you brought me in on the Tarantino one. Yes, and I really don't.
1: I haven't heard so you have this to, podcast. Just talking to, you have to talk into the mic. And
3: this is like the worst sort of episode to just come in on and be like, "Yeah, I know films. I know Tarantino. I don't like feet. I'm not an incel." <laughs> well, like well, that's not,
1: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that's well, not like what I'm here so, for. And I so want to be clear. You know, just so you know, I'm the I'm the guy who brings up. Feet. Like feet in and okay, insult <laughs> on, on the podcast. I'm the one mind. who gets edgy. Okay, not okay. you. Okay,
3: okay.
1: But, but anyway, but yes, you, you don't like feet or insult.
0: But we know about. you. We know you to enjoy the films of Quentin Tarantino, or at least the ones that you have seen. You seem to like.
3: It, it's true. These, these are two thinking men, and that is not a category into which I fall. But there's a lot of bang, bang, shooty, shoot in those movies (laughs) and that
0: bang bang shooty shoot
3: shoot. well i like escapism yes yes in books or movies that's what i'm about and And you like
0: escapism
1: and and as i quote you bang bang shooty shoot
0: do, yeah, you, I think so. do you have a favorite Quentin Tarantino favorite. movie?
1: Well, there's a correct answer. Oh,
3: yeah. Well,
0: I guess before... Which ones have you seen? Let's
3: see. I've seen Inglorious Bastards.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? Yes, you are allowed show? to say okay. that. Well, yes. I, guess I
3: technically
1: it. it's not spelled like the curse. It's Bastard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're technically not saying a swear hmm. because it's spelled differently. All right. And if you're going to say... The other way you can, with the other spelling in you'd mind. You'd have to bleep me if I you'd said You'd have to bleep you. And
0: we've gotten true. away with it so far, so I think okay. we're okay. Well, I've
1: seen
3: that one. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, Pulp Fiction. Okay. I've seen the one where there's a black cowboy and people are really so upset about it. Django, Django Unchained. Unchained. I've seen the one where there's Did a black cowboy and people are slightly less
1: upset about it.
0: The hateful, the hateful eight.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and Did you genuinely forget the name of the movie?
3: <laughs>
0: no, he's he's making he's making a joke. It's it's a long form story. Oh, it's a bit. You should like that. It's like TV <laughs> oh, long form storytelling.
3: I'm regretting this. <laughs> I, th- um, <laughs> I, uh, I think.
0: Have you seen Kill Bill?
3: I've
1: seen Kill Bill Part One.
0: Okay. Reservoir Dogs.
1: I have not seen Reservoir Dogs. That has to change. Instead of I playing think... D&D on Monday night. Don't tell the public. <laughs> ah, Oh, no. I have, I have a cool guy persona pro- t- to protect on this
3: movie podcast. It's
0: gone. Through
3: university radio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, that, that Yeah, that cool guy An- thing disappeared. Cool guy,
1: wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Anthony, cool guy, mm-hmm. Will Jehusky... Is brought me into a Dungeons & Dragons campaign where he plays as a little tiefling named Bojangles.
3: Bojangles. He's a good man. I would like to note that Charlie uh, has an original character that was totally his idea and is not from any other TV show, especially if you like community. No, the name. The, the name, name oh, is from I a see. TV
1: show. The character I came up with all by myself. All right. Well,
3: he plays Gar... Did I say that right?
1: No. It's no. Gar...
0: I would but like back to movies. I think that's But all I would that. I just need the I need the listening audience to know that I don't play Dungeons and Dragons because
1: he's a nerd. He is.
0: Not really. So that, is that friend. is that is that it?
3: Think that's it. I have seen a pitifully
1: small amount.
0: Well, you've seen you've seen you've what seen four, you've seen half.
1: Is that half? No, five would be would be Well, there's only nine.
0: There's only nine. And you have not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet. I have not yet. No, okay. which is
3: I I, I didn't Want to listen to your first half?
1: I was very glad you did it separately.
3: Yes, um, yes.
0: So you remain spoiled because yes. we did go into some spoiler territory. Yes, I'm still
1: spoiler yes. free. Oh, look, we're both wearing Birkenstocks with oh, socks. Hippies. Cool kids.
0: Do you, of those that you've mm-hmm. seen, do you have a favorite? There's a correct answer. You can be as subjective as you would like Don't to be. Don't
1: be objective. See, I... Correct answer. Go. There's a wrong answer. I
3: love the the detective aspect of the Hateful Eight. Okay, it, unlike the others, it does not have Christoph Waltz in it. Mm-hmm. So that had to knock it down for me because he's just a pretty pretty man.
0: Well, no, I do I do enjoy that the Hateful Eight becomes a whodunit for that, like 15 minutes. Yeah,
3: I I, I don't want to. I, I would love to talk about that more because it makes me really happy. It it yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's I,
0: a very bad, very badly written mystery, but it's, a fun, it's mystery. fun. It's Fun.
3: Um, I think th- Inglorious Bastards was the first one I-, I saw. I can remember exactly where I was uh, and how I watched it. Okay. it's it's like my um Well, anyway, I can remember where I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you Robin Williams.
1: It was dying. like my Robin we, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah remember we all, that we all too. yeah. A yeah, moment of let's silence. Let's go into a uh, deep Let's forget Quentin Tarantino have a deep discussion about Robin Williams. Uh,
3: you know, it's
0: that it's, would be on par for this uh, podcast. It's
1: rough. It's rough. I miss Robin it's,
3: it's Williams. It's an important reminder that how, how important like important yes. mental health awareness is. In life, yes. In life. Yes. I love Robin Williams. What's your favorite Robin Williams movie? Oh Jesus. Um, I want to say Mrs. Doubtfire. But Correct I won't. answer. Um, I won't. No. no. I. Dead I Poet would, Society Dead Poet Society made me sob like nothing. Yeah. It I was,
0: watched that um, in my freshman year English mm-hmm. class of high school. Mm-hmm. Um. Because we were, about, we were talking talk about we were talking about transcendentalism. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, we carpeted that diem. Can, can I
3: say, as an officially licensed environmentalist? Yes, I know this is You're not, the not carpet, officially licensed but, of but, environmentalist. But Henry David Thoreau was a poser, and I would use stronger words if we weren't on public radio. Um, <laughs> that's my hot. That's on. my hot take from the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're not about Walden? Is that right. what I'm Walden gathering? Walden
3: such a joke. It's so fake. His mom made him sandwiches. He was not alone. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such nonsense.
1: What made you want to bring that up? Well,
3: wait, wait. Anyway, favorite Robin Williams. Yeah. I think I would rather watch the recording of A Night at the Met than any of the oh,
0: movies. Oh, okay.
1: Um, anyways, back to Quentin question.
3: Terrence. Wait, you wait, know, wait, 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 and wait, and
0: wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Before we get back. Is that yeah. the bit where he does about golf? Yes. Okay, yes. that's that's, that's amazing. That's what's idea. your
1: favorite? What's your favorite
0: Quentin Tarantino movie? I'm
3: gonna go with Inglorious
1: Bastards. Yeah,
3: I think. I think it it just holds. I can watch Inglourious
1: it. Inglorious Bastards.
3: This is over not a competition, Charlie.
0: Um, I
3: don't I don't have the attention span to watch a lot of movies over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, and that one I can. That one you can. To be fair, I can also do that with Django and yeah. the Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. Probably because they're
0: so. Gosh you, darn long! That you, I can't remember what happens. In do them. you find that you like the historical ones more than like Pulp Fiction? Which the I think historical it's,
1: ones are better.
3: Not, I think it's not necessarily. Almost unfair. I will say I do not like Pulp Fiction. Ah,
0: why? Mm.
3: I think it's cool as we're ganging up on me on yeah, this podcast. The, I think the timing thing is cool. I just mm-hmm. got bored. Really, I just didn't like the story. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, there were cool moments. There's good actors,
2: mm-hmm. but it, it just I it get does bored. get a little long. Mm-hmm. But
3: well, everything's relative i think i've seen more historical ones mm-hmm. i think i'm drawn to those so i would say i probably like them more than the than the others but yeah i, I wouldn't want to say that until i see the others okay
0: fair enough
1: what's your favorite
0: we've been over this it's still pulp fiction oh. With Inglorious Bastards as a close second. It's so. a good
1: movie. Inglorious Bastards is a
3: It's a fun. very
0: good movie. It's, good it's very good. Every
1: time I watch Inglorious Bastards, I sit there and I go, This is the best part. Mm-hmm. No way. No way. Mm-hmm. This is the best part. No, no. I was wrong. I was wrong. This is the best part. This is the best part. All while smacking whoever's sitting next to that's me. Why,
0: yeah. That's why I refuse to watch that movie with <laughs> Charlie. We watched Django the other night. That's
1: a fun we time.
3: Still
0: we still have like 45 left. minutes Although, left. Minus
3: a star. Kills a horse. Really. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't think they did in real life, but... No, I don't. That I, does yeah, happen. I hope not.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um...
3: You know, I was I was having a conversation with, with my lovely girlfriend last night. Yes. Oh, um, yes. I, I'm dating a horse girl, which is which is really cool, but brings up such morbid facts as if a horse is... Sh- we were watching Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. No, they don't shoot horses in Lord of the Rings. We were watching Penny <laughs> Dreadful... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yes, because horse... it's so easy to get those two things confused. Yeah, I love
3: British. when Legolas pulled out a gun and just put Shadowfax what? down. How
1: did you pronounce it?
3: Um, Legolas, is that correct? Legolas. Leg-less. Leg-less. Legless.
1: Leg. Legless. Leg.
3: Leg. O. O. Legless. No, Legolas. Yeah, Legolas. Um, but anyway, we were watching. A horse got put down in media. Yeah. And in media. In media. And my lovely girlfriend is just sitting there. That's not how you do that. And then went into uh, to explain to oh. me the, how the correct way to to put down a horse. Oh, um, which really brightened my evening.
0: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and somehow, I'm sure somehow made Penny dreadful even more um, depressing than it already can be. That is not a happy show. No, it is not. It's
3: not a show for happy people.
0: That's why you would like it, Charlie. Mm-hmm. I love. Actually, it. no, you might not like it. I'm, I'll go back and forth on whether he I'm would like that start show. It,
1: uh, after the Emmys tonight. Oh. And I'm done with my homework. Okay. I got a lot of homework to do, guys. I'm really getting, like, piled up on, mostly because I didn't do it when I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Mm. And now, well, it, it, it's like, I, I, it isn't late yet. I just, I haven't, you, video games.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, we get that. Well, because Charlie has homework to do, why don't we jump to the main portion right, of yeah. this of this uh, segment. Well,
1: let's be honest. I'm probably not going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Okay, but f- let's Dad, still jump a, to the. the Dad, m- that
1: was a joke. I do my homework. I do all of it.
0: So we're going to play I a game. Very hard on it. We're going to play a game, called
1: Pitch. I didn't. I didn't approve the name of this game, and if I don't like it, I will come up with my own name on the spot.
0: It's called Pitch Tarantino's Final Film.
1: I don't like it. I, I think we should call it. We are going to obscure a destination to where tarantino may pitch a film in his yesteryears
3: i don't think that's how you use the word yesteryear.
0: (laughs) i hated all of that really no
3: i do just want to say you guys told me about this game in advance Mm -hmm. and at one point nick texted me the particulars um and was like you can prep for it Mm -hmm. afterwards Charlie immediately said, no, don't. Just try and figure it out there.
1: Well, I figured out what the text issue was with our conversation. Yes. So we have a text group called the Liberty Party, which is uh, a long, long story as to why we call ourselves the Liberty Party. Not worth going into now. We're all Tea Party members. Not worth going into now. Because we all love the Tea Party. Mm -hmm. We We don't. We do not. This is where we normally... speak to each other through the text messages, Mm -hmm. but something weird happened Mm -hmm. last time, and if you scroll down on your phone, Mm -hmm. you'll find Nick and Woj, and it's a separate chat where we talked about it.
0: Oh. Oh, that is odd.
1: And I know our listeners are loving this. Well, demonstration. Did,
3: since this is an audio medium and most of that was a visual demonstration, <laughs> do you want me to narrate it back? No, to it's do no, to it's really not again. necessary. No, <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. Stop. Uh, uh, let's play the Tarantino game. Yes, let's play
0: the Tar. Okay, so the rules of there are no rules to this game. The objective of this game <laughs> is that we-, do
1: we vote at the end who had the best movie. We can. Well, I think we're all going to vote for ourselves, yeah. but, like, let's... If know. we had
0: social media presence, we could put it out there. No one, no one
1: <laughs> participated in my social media presence, and so I got upset because I was getting all these notifications for it over the summer, I'm like, I might use okay, it.
0: Here's, okay, here's what we'll do. Here's what we will do. At some point in the near future, we will tell an impartial fourth party, um... The three different pitches Who would be the
1: impartial fourth party Madison would choose you not necessarily. Abby would choose you No she wouldn't That's fair I think Abby's the most impartial
0: Okay We we tell this person At some point in the near future And they decide Whose pitch is best And then we report upon that On the next episode
3: See that might work because She also does not watch a lot of Tarantino mm-hmm. I specifically watch the ones I've seen with her Yeah Because Well
0: it's her opinion of Tarantino? Uh,
3: she doesn't like when horses get shot. Ah. Uh, um, so Django is at the bottom Django of the list. The bo- we didn't get past the first ten minutes of Django. Oh. Right? oh I see. Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't like long movies either. Ooh. Ah, I so accidentally- that's also a problem. I accidentally showed her the extended cut of Gladiator. Oh. And then the next day was like hey, do you want to watch the extended cut of The Hateful Eight? Mm. And I think... Have you watched the extended cut of The single. Hateful Eight? I have not yet.
1: No, I
0: have I not I, either. I've heard played. it's not good. I've heard,
1: I, have, I have a question for you. I when you say you accidentally showed her the extended cut of Gladiator. Yes. Was it truly an accident? No. Cool. So back to this... Well, we're on the same page. Back to
0: this... I get that. Back to this game. Um, so what we have to do is we have to create a film in our minds mm-hmm. that would be, Quentin, that would be Quentin Tarantino's 10th and final film. Mm-hmm. And what we need to do to create this film is we need a title. Uh-huh. Okay. We need a basic elevator pitch premise... Mm-hmm. That is, like, your one-sentence, two-sentence overview of what this movie would be. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. We need a main cast, yes. including at least one male and one female actor. Oh. Mm. And we need one relatively obscure song to appear on the soundtrack.
1: Okay, two right. okay. <clears throat> questions about that. Yes. Um. One, am I allowed to cast myself in it? No. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, two. What if I didn't plan to have a female character in my m-
3: Then you're just like all of Hollywood. Can I get a clap for that? <laughs> Topical. <laughs> cool,
1: cool, cool. cool cool. Cool cool. Cool 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 cool. Um also can I go last because I forgot to look up a song.
0: Um no. Cool. Cool cool. cool. We can but no, so here's what we'll do. Here's well, here's what we'll do. Really here's here's what we will do. We're, you're not going to pitch your entire movie at once. Oh. We're going to piecemeal it. Oh, so okay. each of us will give our title. Okay. Each of us will give our main cast. Okay. Each of us will give our song. Okay. And then each of us will give our brief description of what the movie would be.
1: And then can we go into like a deep, 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 d- dark pit of what actually happens in our movie? Because I did plan that out.
0: If you have further details, which I also have a few pieces of information, then yes... You are allowed to expand upon your idea within reason.
1: Okay, so like, I won't. <laughs> okay, so oh.
0: But brevity might be the key to the game here.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Quote William Shakespeare almost exactly. Yes. I remember yes.
0: Right. <laughs>
3: what play well, is that? That's Hamlet. That's Polonius.
0: Oh. Okay. Um, that sounds about right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Oh. Oh no, wait. That would be a spoiler for or you. A no, for once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, is I was going to bring up No, I was going to bring up something that I saw on Twitter earlier today, but I don't want to ruin your experience. of you want me to cover the my film. Ears? No. And... I'll just tell Charlie the later date. Oh,
3: no, Charlie's covering my ears. I ca- Oh god, his nails. No.
0: <laughs> I'll tell Charlie the later date. It's fine. We'll we'll discuss it some other time. Listeners, if if you are really that curious, I'll hold it to me that I'll bring it up on the next episode. I'm so sorry. Alright, are we ready? Yes, no.
1: I just came up with a song, so
0: okay. I'm good. Well, in that case...
1: Should we do like, the, the elevator pitch first so people know what our movie's about? No. Or are we trying
0: to... You're going to give your title first and then your elevator pitch second. Okay. So, are you ready?
1: Cool. Nope. Yes.
0: Charlie, what is the name of Quentin Tarantino's final film?
1: So, when you think about a name, what truly is a name?
0: This means that you have no title. No, I,
1: do, I do have a title. Okay, when I tell you my title, I do not want you to get confused with the horrible, horrible film about a young Hannibal Lecter.
0: Ah. So my
1: film's name is Hannibal Rising.
0: Interesting. Okay. All right. Cool. Anthony, what is the name of Quentin Tarantino's final film?
1: Uh, <clears throat> Nick, what's the name? <laughs> it- do, do we need to come back? <coughs> come back.
0: Okay, um, ask me the question.
1: Hey, Nick, I have a question for you. Yes, Charlie. Um, I was just wondering what the name of your final Quentin Tarantino film is.
0: The name of my final Quentin Tarantino film is Casino Royale.
1: Ah, uh, uh, I
3: don't like, I, I don't uh, like that. That's Plagiarism
0: Not necessarily Oh my god
3: He He takes One Media law class For three weeks And this is how he gets
0: Yeah I'm Big for my britches Big
1: Big, okay, big so, for his britches Hey okay. hey, hmm. hey Hey Tony Two Hands
3: Yes sir They call me that Kind of my two hands
1: <laughs> Tony Two Hands Um What is the name of Quentin Tarantino's final film Alright I think No you gotta know oh. you Gotta be confident Oh god
0: no, confidence is not required here. Confidence
3: oh, thank is goodness. required. Thank, oh, no. I believe in you. All right. So, oh, yeah, I'm stuck between two premises. Okay. And it's really, really ripped me apart. Mm-hmm. I, hmm I, I should say my first idea was that it was go big or go home, do the Christ story. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I remembered that SNL did the Jesus Unchained. Yes, yes. And I wanted to be more original, yes. and not like literally rip a title like Nick just did. Yeah. Although I will say that it, the crucifixion scene for that would just be a twenty-minute long that shot would be... of his feet getting nailed. Um, Jeez, I'm not okay with but, that. Uh, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Okay, what's
1: just we just did a name.
3: Just, just the title. I, I think I know.
0: We're we're waiting. Okay,
3: I think I think I know. What- Charlie, it sounds like you're going historical. Yes. I, I know what I you're talking you're about. about. Nick, I, it sounds like you're doing something original-ish. Sort of. Sort of. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in the middle. Okay. I think. No, I will, I'll save the pitch. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. We just need a title. Title. Yes. <clears throat>
3: um,
0: the Do you want us to Furious Fifth? Ooh, okay. Yes. Okay. It's alliterative. Yes. If it? it goes, you were duh. thinking of the Hateful Eight and you got confused.
3: Maybe a little, but it doesn't matter. F- it's made me
0: settle on my premise. The Furious Fifth. The Furious Fifth. Interesting. Yes. Now, Charlie, yeah. I'm quite intrigued to know what Quentin Tarantino's Hannibal Rising is about <laughs> in one to two sentences.
1: Okay, one second. I'm, looking, I'm, on, I'm on ancient.eu. Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay.
3: I'm sorry I I, wanna, I never should have listened to Charlie. indecision is not good for radio. I no, it is prepared. not. it's very bad. Okay. It's very okay. bad.
1: Uh, so um, one pitch elevator pitch. Hand up wait.
0: Ooh, okay, here we go. Here's an idea. Wait, wait, no, you no, no, will no. have you will have precisely 30 seconds Ooh. to um, to deliver your pitch. okay. Are you ready? Yes the clock is starting.
1: Hannibal Rising is about Hannibal, the great Carthage, Carthaginian uh, general, as he travels across the Alps to surprise the Romans during the Second Carthage War.
0: You did that in seventeen seconds. Very I'm nice.
1: Sold. You're right. Hannibal means elephants. It's, so you, you, you know I'm sold on I that. I know, right?
0: Are you a fan of elephants?
2: I
3: Elephants who, find, crossing the Alps? Find me him who is not a fan of elephants, Nicholas, and my I will find mother, you a liar.
1: My mother
2: mm-hmm. loved elephants.
1: Comte Reisman, mm-hmm. used to go to Thailand every year to take care of elephants. And so if my mom loves elephants, everyone loves elephants. Fair enough. Also,
3: if they're going over the Alps, they're probably skiing, and that sounds yeah. like some real good comedy. <laughs> oh, you know. You know. You know. All right.
0: All right. Anthony, you have right. 30 seconds. <laughs> well, what is to go next.
3: Oh, yeah. Wait, we're keeping the order. You're oh, nice. okay.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right.
1: Hey, hey, Nick.
0: Mhm. Hey. Yeah? Just,
1: just wondering, out of the blue, Yeah. just this, this question, you know, just popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Just hypothetically, if yeah. you come up with a Quentin Tarantino's final film. Yeah. And yeah, I know you're coming up with this right on the spot, mm-hmm. being that you named your movie Casino Royale, mm-hmm. which obviously isn't based on anything. Right. Because yeah, uh, you're totally original. Yeah. A Mr. Bean um, film, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what would your Quentin Tarantino Casino Royale film
0: be about? So... Obviously, my Quentin Tarantino Casino Royale film will be an adaptation of the novel by Ian Fleming, the first James Bond book, Mm -hmm. Um, and it would follow more or less the premise of the story, which finds Bond having to play um, cards at a high-stakes poker game. Um, The only difference, and as I will elaborate later on, is that instead of it being Bond's first mission, it is his last. 28 seconds.
2: Hmm.
3: You catch how serious and like what a good pitch that like there was clearly thought got into that put into that
0: thought just got in thought
1: got in. It's heaping. I did my pitch in seventeen seconds. I don't know what you're your yours. No, about. yours
3: yours was clearly thought out and like the, the premise of elephants on skis is funny, but a Hannibal movie makes sense, right? You know.
1: You know. Uh, Quick question. Quick answer. There isn't actually gonna be elephants on skis in this episode. No, film. I figured. Okay, yeah, so cool.
3: you've got a serious film. And Nick, that sounds like a very s- film with Gravitas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Gravitas! Gravitas.
0: Um <coughs> Anthony. So let's change that.
2: Yeah. What's so, the um, furious fifth about?
3: Well, he I think at this point he's tired of everybody being like, oh, he just does fake history. Or yeah. like it's just some modern stuff that's too avant-garde to make mm-hmm. sense. He needs to go out with something that is an undeniable classic. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna do a an adaptation of the *Henry* ad, *Henry IV*, part oh. one, two, and *Henry V*. Except, I don't think Tarantino has ever read Shakespeare, so it's just going to be an amalgamation of what he thinks <laughs> of what is he in thinks Shakespeare Finn. is, uh, and it's just vaguely filled with references to what might be Shakespeare. Like,
1: he read the spark notes of he it. He did.
3: He definitely, he definitely schmooped it. All right. He schmooped he he the
1: Henriette? He schmooped
3: the Henriette, but he doesn't quite get it. So, How long is this going to be? Oh, this is a day-long film. Oh. <laughs> he knows that. Shakespeare is long. Yeah, that's all he knows. So it's a day-long event, yes.
0: That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So, we have, so we have Hannibal Rising, mm-hmm. which is the story of um a young of a the young general. hannibal the general we have
1: crossing the alps with his elephants yes elephants is very important yes for this story.
0: um the 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 furious fifth the furious fifth which is shakespeare uh, uh quentin tarantino handles shakespeare and yes, the Henriette.
3: not a movie about vin diesel and cars
0: no as no. it should be and and casino royale which is quentin tarantino taking on james bond is the Furious Fifth
3: uh, part of that part of that series? Did I steal that? I don't think so. They have so many. I don't know it's, what they are. Uh, I've never seen. one. I
0: don't know what the name of the, the fifth one is. We've talked about them on the show before. How we're confused by I'm, I'm by confused that series. By the concept, yes. So, Charlie, I have a question now for you. Yeah. Um, who is starring in Quentin Tarantino's Hannibal Rising? What?
1: That's a very interesting uh, question.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Due to the nature of my story and the historical aspect, there's not going to be too many women mm-hmm. in it.
0: <laughs> yes. So
1: so mm-hmm. I guess I'll just kind of throw Margot Robbie in there.
0: Okay. She's just kind of there too. Okay. Who is the rest of your cast, however?
1: Um, I'm trying to remember the name of an actor. Oh, good. So no 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 I I thought about him I just forgot who, his
0: name who, cool well, okay
1: so to play
0: do you, oh wait before you before you get into this do you really want Margot Robbie there if you don't I don't really want Margot okay. Robbie there sorry Margot, Margot or Ms, Ms Ms Robbie
3: Margot you out have Have you seen the posters for that uh the Gotham City what's the Gotham uh, City Sirens yes yeah, like it? oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Well, I think that looks pretty neato of course you would think that looks neato.
3: Well, I don't I don't do a lot of superhero stuff, but the
0: marketing for that movie in front of it chapter two mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Yeah. I'm not excited good. for that movie at all, but they like faked us out and made us think that the movie was about to start and then it turned into an ad for the, the Harley Quinn movie. Oh, that's I was fun. about that. That's, that's yeah. pretty
1: yeah. on brand. So um Who
0: who is who is in this movie?
1: To star as Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Algie Smith. Most known Oh. Most known for his amazing turn in the film Detroit directed by Catherine Bigelow. Interesting. Oh my. To play an old Hannibal. Oh. Oh, we're doing Grand Budapest Hotel.
0: So there are flashbacks in this movie?
1: No, 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 no. It takes place at the at the end. Mm hmm. He like he at the end it's gonna flash forward to the end of Hannibal's life.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. To yeah. play an old Hannibal. The one, the only, the
1: incomparable, Samuel Jackson. I'm glad, I'm glad. He's in all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then... To some extent.
2: Yeah.
1: And then...
0: (gasps) Oh, don't let me get ahead of myself.
1: And then, to play
0: Scipio... Who is Scipio?
1: You For know those him? who
3: have not recently read our Greek history. Yeah. He um, was the... Uh, he, it's, no, that's Roman. It's Roman history. Get yeah, it
1: right. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not up on my Plutarch. It's you, you know, Plutarch... I had to read about Plutarch's life. Yeah, they just removed Skidmore it from college. the solar system. Oh No, when I was... Uh, what did you Skidmore say? College, they just removed Plutarch the, from the solar system. I hate you so Plutarch's much. life forced me to drop out of college. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> at you, Plutarch... Yeah, that uh, hot take over 2,000 years old.
1: uh, So Scipio, who was the rival general Mm -hmm. who ended up beating Hannibal Mm -hmm. in the second Carthaginian Wars. Yeah, what you said Mm -hmm. was, um, is going to be played Mm -hmm. by the one, the only, Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Very exciting.
1: And then... I don't need an old, I don't need an old. No. Kipio.
0: Mm-hmm. So.
2: That's it. Also,
1: also, Bill Hader. Bill Hader's in this movie? Bill Hader's in the movie.
0: Oh,
2: okay. And
1: so, so you know how they're like crossing the Alps? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they can't like, and then like people like get really upset and they're like, I can't do this anymore. I'm taking elephants. I'm taking, taking, I can't. And they want to leave. Yeah. So you know very much the Ku Klux Klan scene of Django of Django, yeah, Ch- yeah, Django yeah. With, where Jonah Hill shows up. <clears throat> yes. Bill Hader's gonna show up for this uh, one scene and uh, be like, um, I'm Hannibal. Everyone wants to leave, and Hannibal's gonna be very upset.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a, a, a comedic moment in a the comedic, midst of your in the midst of your film. Yeah,
1: right. Or I was considering Bill Hader for mm-hmm. Scipio.
0: That would be an interesting turn.
1: But he might also play like uh, one of Scipio's generals.
0: So you're not sure where Bill Hader fits I in, Bill Hader but you know he's in the movie. I love Bill Hader. Okay. Now,
3: now is, uh, who are we rooting for here? at a, Hannibal. I don't are Hannibal? We for
2: Hannibal.
1: It's called Hannibal Rising. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't know. So it, I mean, for those of you who don't know, it's called Titanic. I don't root for the boat.
0: <laughs> Touche. Called Casino Royale, but the house always wins. So I guess you have to vote for the. That's the the
1: tagline.
3: Ooh, I love that!
0: Casino Royale, the the house always wins.
1: No, but yes, we're rooting. Hannibal, of course, I love that. Lose Mm -hmm. as he does in history. history. You're not going
0: to Tarantino's not going to change history. Finish. Oh,
1: of course, Hannibal's going to lose as he does in history.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Or is he?
0: Ooh, Hannibal wins. Oh wow, that's
1: our
2: retelling. That's our our twist. That's my
3: retelling.
0: Okay. Fun. So,
3: so then the, the critics can be like, "Wow, it's a, it's an imaginative take on like what would have happened." Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: And that's where we see the old part of his life.
0: Mm. Interesting. Interesting. That's hmm. cool. So, Anthony.
1: It's your turn. Stop going.
3: Oh, out of I'm order. so
0: sorry. You're you're sitting over there. Okay. you
1: are out of order. This whole coin hey, is out of order. Yeah. Just perchance mm-hmm. by some sort of amazing happenstance. Yes. If you were ever to be presented with the opportunity. Yes. To cast Quinton Tarantino. Yes casino royale mm-hmm. you, and, and you took it yeah to, you, you were free yeah you had a few months off mm-hmm. from, from doing whatever you were doing mm-hmm. and you really you were like okay I'll, I'll work with you quentin tarantino yeah and you had to cast it yeah who, um, who would i cast I, I didn't ask that uh-huh but like who would you cast
0: so um i've been thinking about this all day honestly um because i wanted to come prepared
3: nerd <laughs> for the listening audience uh, the stage direction here would be Nick gives Anthony a scathing <laughs> <long> glare.
0: <laughs> Correct. Um, so, my, of course, the the main question is who plays James Bond? Right. In, um, and I've, I was between two actors. Can I guess? Yes. Samuel L. Jackson. No. Unfortunately. No. Leonardo DiCaprio. No. I was between. I was between two actors. Um, and I decided for thematic reasons that I wanted to pick the one that is older by six years. And my and the James Bond of Quentin Tarantino's Casino Royale is Damien Lewis. Ooh,
1: I love Damien Lewis.
0: Um, now,
1: is this, is this like
3: a turn... There's that one Sherlock Holmes movie with Ian McLe- M- McKellen. Movie.
0: Oh, Mr. Is, Holmes. Is it,
3: does it have that kind of vibe?
0: Is, is so, um... Let me, let me, uh, let, let me, yeah. yeah uh, uh, when when I do a little bit of a deeper dive, I can see if I can answer that question. Um, so as the um, the leading woman, um, her name is Vesper Lind. Mm. She is a, she works, um, I believe at the Treasury, if I remember correctly, um, the British Treasury. And she is assigned to be Bond's partner in this, in this adventure. Um, I'm picking... Rachel Weiss? Vice, Weiss? Vice, Vice, Vice. Like
1: Weiss, but Vice. I'm picking. It's like the movie Vice. Yes. Starring Christian Bale, directed by Adam McKay. Yes, thank but you. It's spelled differently. Okay, it's
0: I'm Weiss. I'm picking Rachel Vice to to play Vesper Lind. Um.
1: She was my favorite part of um of the Casino Royale.
0: Yes, that was Eva Green in Green. in in the in the also, Daniel Craig movie.
1: Also uh, known as, uh, Penny Dreadful fame.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe that's
3: what I'll watch next. You should. She's very good. She's very unsettling. It's an upsetting program. Yes, is it is. Movie?
0: And then, um, please don't put scissors near the microphone. And then um, to play the role of the villain, who is a Russian agent named Le Chief.
3: Um I thought that was French. Yeah,
0: chief. He's French, but he he works, for, he the works for the KGB. He works for the I KGB. did not
3: pay much attention during the movie. Well... Save for when Mads Mikkelsen, uh, who always looks great, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, has never. that one extra special scene yes. where he has bonding time yes. uh, with, with Jimmy B. With Jimmy B. <laughs> with Jimmy B. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, they changed it, obviously, for, for the new movie, because they updated that he's working for terrorists, not the KGB. But because this is going to be set in the 1970s, mm. um... I am going, f- again, for thematic elements, and that Le Chiffre is going to be played by Miles Teller.
1: You know, that's really interesting. I almost cast Miles Teller as Scipio.
2: Oh, really? I
1: came very close. I was thinking of, this going to sound bad, I thought of, who's a white, famous young actor? Mm. And then I, my first thought was Miles Teller, and then my second thought was uh, uh, um, the, guy, uh, uh, the guy with the weird name from Baby Driver, until Ansel Elgort. Elgort. And I was like, they're too young and
0: white Interesting
1: So then I went with Leonardo DiCaprio Who is
0: somewhat old But good Yes, he is good
3: See, no, I had the exact same thought process as you guys mm-hmm. Since I came in and, and didn't know who my characters were going to be And yes. I also don't know who this Miles guy is so you Have you seen, Whip- oh, have have you seen Whiplash? Thought. Yes, I've seen Whiplash. He's I've the, the drummer, drummer in Whiplash. Drumming. He's not J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. No, he is not J.K. Simmons <laughs> wait, wait, in Whiplash. Wait, wait, Can I change my casting? No. J.K. Simmons is old Scipio. No, are not. J.K. Simmons
1: <laughs> is <laughs> old Scipio. I want pictures
3: of Hannibal on my desk by noon.
0: Um. Okay, so. Can I ask so,
3: one question before you come to me? Yes, yes. Does, no. does this version also have the timeout chair?
0: Yes, it does. Oh, this this version is um going to be following the book much more closely
3: are you telling me that ian fleming wrote in the timeout chair
0: yes it is in it is in the book yes ian fleming had some issues that he worked out <laughs> in the course of the 12 james bond novels Haven't we all um they they are very much products of their time so yeah
3: nick i want you to explain to me exactly how that particular scene is a product of its time
1: Let's not Anthony,
0: Yeah, let's let's not let's
1: Yeah, what's my question? <laughs> and, and, perchance we'll see you mm-hmm. answer a few questions that are posed to you by me, another member of this podcast.
3: Anthony,
0: who are you mm-hmm. casting in the Furious Fifth? I was
1: getting
3: there. <laughs> I, I see. I like the way he was doing it because he he was doing that faux Shakespeare language, mm-hmm, mm. and I think that's exactly how this movie is gonna be written. Is
0: Tarantino writing this movie in faux Shakespearean language? No, oh, no,
1: no. He writes it in English, and then goes to a Shakespeare generator mm-hmm. and just copy and paste the entire sort of spread. what sort
0: of what he does with Inglorious Bastards, yeah. where it was all written in English and then translated into all the other languages. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair Took enough. The words right out of my mouth.
3: Mm. So we got a lot of doths perchances yes. and perchances and verilies, Yes. But they are not in the right place at all. <laughs> interesting um, okay <laughs> but yes so <clears throat> naturally it's Henry it's it's Henry the mm-hmm. fourth but uh, because Shakespeare's Horrible. Yes. Our, our main character is Hal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry Th- the only reason I know this play is because I just read it. Yes. Um, did you just see it? It's, I did just see, I saw it at the Folger. How was this, this production? It, I it heard was it was wonderful. pretty cool. It was really cool. For the tavern scenes, if, if you know the play, there's mm-hmm. no way to talk about Shakespeare without sounding pretentious. It's horrible. Th- that's the... no way for you. But to make it less pretentious, for all the tavern scenes, they mm-hmm. used EDM and neon lights. That's it was phenomenal. Read, it was I love that. It was
0: really cool. I heard, of, though, that they, like... Foreshadowed Henry V when there's still a Henry IV they, part they, they two. They ignored
3: the fact that there's a part two, but that's fine. No one's going to see the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was cool. It okay, was, they did a lot of race and um, gender blind casting. Oh, well, cool. I, I shouldn't say blind. They made deliberate choices regarding yeah. switching up race and gender, and they mm-hmm. worked really well with the play. That really doesn't. Tackle like race and gender yeah, issues. Yeah, oh, listeners,
0: I'm... if you were enjoying this discourse, make sure that you tune in next time for Anthony and I's Shakespeare podcast. Are we having where a Shakespeare? Podcast? I have no idea. That just sounded like a, a fun thing to say. No, no I, one will uh, listen. Uh, uh, we could podcast. we could do an episode about Shakespeare movies. I'm
3: good. I'd, I'd be down for that. Okay. If, if you're into returning guests, if I don't thank yes. your podcast, yes. I'd, I'd come back. For that I would.
0: One. I would do that. Talk about. I've
3: seen no other movies. I've seen these four Tarantino movies and, and Shakespeare every... movies. I've seen those Shakespeare in Love and every animated Scooby Doo movie. And, and that's <laughs> And, and don't forget, don't forget. Wild Wild West. I've seen Wild Wild West. My my favorite movie. But That's not true. But
0: oh. Kenneth Branagh is in it? So it's a Shakespeare movie. That's true.
3: Wild Wild West is a Shakespeare movie, and Kevin klein's in it. Yes. Makes it classical theater. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, anyway. <laughs> who's in the Furious so, Fifth? Henry. Uh huh. We
3: need uh, 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 a leading man. Yes. Now there's no love interest really in the original Henry ad. Mm-hmm. Uh. That doesn't matter, okay? Because we're gonna have one here, right? We, so we need a leading man that can, um, can, can you know, get that, but mm-hmm. also have some oomph. Have some oomph. He's gonna do the full lifespan thing yeah. over the twenty-four hour movie, mm-hmm. but the actor is not gonna change at all. So we need someone that's right on the on the line between mm-hmm. ancient and young. Yes, and I think Leo DiCaprio. Interesting. Because he keeps dating 17 and 18 year olds, will just enough encapsulate uh, I, I, that first part?
1: I think just to be safe. We're not implying that Leonardo DiCaprio is a pedophile by dating no, 17.
0: No.
3: Year olds. No. And I,
1: you're only dating 18 we're, year olds.
0: You are you're the one who started throwing around that P word. I, I wasn't saying say that at all. I was citing
3: 17. I was citing empirical evidence that Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> <laughs> tends to have young girlfriends. I don't know the man. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. It's just a little weird when you're pushing. What is he now? Like, like 40, forty, something, late forty, something like that. I don't. Either know. way, I th- I think he's our Hal. Okay. I I think he's I can got get behind that boyish charm and yeah. can also play an old man. Yeah, I can I get behind that. Revenant, I love the rabbit. forty-four. Say. Forty-four. There you go. I don't know. I just keep seeing memes about it. I
0: don't yeah. know if he is or not. I but, can um, I can definitely get behind Leo as as our Hal. I watch him
3: as Hal. Um, and then there's no leading lady mm-hmm. really. This plays about how, but because Tarantino doesn't really know Shakespeare and he wants some oomph, yeah. we're getting a female love interest that kills herself a la Juliet. Ah, um, or because Ophelia. That's how we develop male, male characters. Yeah, we, we kill off the women. Spoiler. Um, oh yeah, Juliet dies. Spoiler alert. Oh boy, end, it's upsetting. But um, so who is who so, is so, this? So our female lead is actually. So we've got we've got two females. Oh, only two. Wow. Um, because we've got. Hey, that's more than me. It's more than you. We've got this Juliet character for the love interest. Hmm. Who is going to be played by, um, God, what's her name? Okay, let's go with Margot Robbie. Okay, um,
0: it's a teaming from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes,
3: uh, which I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Now, yes. But I Wolf think... Wall Street. Yes, true, Street, true.
2: That's right. yeah. Did he do Wolf of Wall Street? No, no, that was Martin Scorsese. So, like he was
3: with Leo in that. So I think, because he likes to repeat actors, I think Margot's going to get her a okay, repeat okay. for this one. But the other woman is actually Henry IV. Oh! Because... I think he's going to he's shooting for, for posterity here. Mm-hmm. He wants something that people are gonna look back and say, Look, that this is a classic film. Yes. So we're gonna make Henry IV a woman interesting. For the sake of acting like we have a woman cast in mm-hmm. a traditionally male role. Yes. But Henry the Fourth is not going to speak. he's going to do everything with his feet. Um he's never wearing shoes, he's always up on the throne. It's uh-huh. very subtle uh-huh. in the sense that it's right in the center of the camera frame every time he's yes. talking. Yes. Um it's a subtle nod. Uh, and she mm-hmm. is going to be played by uh, Dame Judi Dench.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Okay.
3: <laughs> and I'll, I'll give you one more. Yes, because, yes. Uh, Falstaff. Yes,
0: right. I've, been I've been waiting. I've been waiting.
3: characters in all of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. And he's really the center of, of Henry IV. Yes. Um, up until Henry V. Mm-hmm. Um, Where he dies. He dies of a broken heart. Yeah. Which is one of the cutest things, I think, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um. But... Falstaff is going to be played by this is not going to be a good Falstaff. Mm-hmm. It is going he I think the the fat jokes yeah. in the original version are going to be what plays up here. Mm-hmm. And the critics will say, oh my goodness, it was played just like Shakespeare in his yeah. we're not going to flesh out the character of Falstaff. Mm-hmm. All the good stuff, not getting it. Yeah. So, um, it's just going to be played
2: mm-hmm.
3: by drum roll,
0: Thank you for pounding on the table.
3: That didn't give me enough time to think. So it's going to be played by... Okay,
2: okay, we're stopping the pounding. Samuel L. Jackson. I was hoping. But
3: a la The Nutty Professor.
2: Yes. So like
3: real early 2000s fat suit CGI. Uh-huh. And it's going to be real distasteful. Okay. It's not going to be good. Um, but people are going to look at it and say, wow, what a Shakespearean character. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's... I was hoping from the beginning that Samuel L. Jackson would be our, your Falstaff. So really? I'm, 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 glad I'm, glad I'm glad I did, glad. you did not disappoint. So, Charlie... As yes. we move into the the aesthetic, the aesthetic of *Hannibal Rising*, directed by Quentin Tarantino, yes. um, what is the name of the song that you will be fe- that will be featured on the soundtrack? Okay, you're not allowed to play it. You just have to talk talk about it. Can I sing it? No, I would Good. just talk about it because copyright reasons. So,
1: imagine this, listeners. A shot comes up of elephants gliding across the Alps.
3: They fly like Dumbo?
1: Yes. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> Coming up over the Alps. And you hear a little harmonica come in. Uh-huh.
2: It's
3: Piano Man by Billy Joel.
1: No. <laughs> the elephants march. hmm March. Hannibal is riding one of the elephants. Yep, the it. movie is starting. Uh huh. This is a, this isn't the the middle of the movie. This is the beginning of the yep, movie. Yep, yep. Title and card that says the movie is starting. <laughs> and
0: very Python esque. Mm-hmm.
1: And super tramps take the long way home. Oh and start my playing. god,
0: <laughs> that's awesome! Can't you see that? I love Did that. The
1: elephants like just like it's like a shot yeah. of like a snowy mm-hmm. alp. Mm hmm. And like you hear that like that, the harmonica. The harmonic yeah. Introduction. And yeah. He starts singing, and elephant appears.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I'm I'm actually a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, it might not be obscure enough for Tarantino, but I'm about it. My song isn't very obscure either. So.
1: I think I, I know a lot of people. Hey, Anthony. Yep. Take the
0: long way home by Supertramp. <laughs> Dude. did
3: do.
2: <you> know
0: <laughs> Anthony doesn't know. It. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think enough people don't know. That no, song. I'm I'm a fan of that vision. I'm I'm quite fond of that.
3: See, the the reason I got super excited was the word "tramp" was in it, mm-hmm. and I don't know why, but that made my brain think that what he had just said was "Lady Hump" by the Black Eyed Peas. Oh. And that's what started playing in my head, so I got really excited. <laughs> hey Nick,
1: hey Nick, what's your song?
0: Uh, so like like Charlie, my song will appear at the beginning of the film. Um, Because it's a Tarantino movie, this version of Casino Royale will be told non-linearly. And we open in a cafe in um, North-South, East Berlin, the communist side. Um, We open in a cafe in East Berlin between a conversation between two Russian agents. They're sitting in a cafe over coffee.
3: Is it in Russian?
1: It has to be
3: yes. It is in it's Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's in Russian. Just, like,
0: They're sitting across uh, from a small table mm-hmm. in a dingy cafe, um, talking, mm-hmm. and we soon learn that the topic of their conversation comes back to one question: just who is Mother Russia? And then they notice a handsome man walking by outside of the window. And that man is, of course, James Bond, and they get up, they leave. A tip on the table, they leave the cafe, and at that moment do we realize that both men have bombs strapped to their chests, and they go outside, tailing Bond very closely, but something malfunctions, they both blow up, Bond turns around and looks that he has just escaped death, and moves on, cue the title card, as the doors light my fire. Begins to play over the intro. Cool. Thank you. I couldn't you. hum
3: that one, but I do know
1: it. Oh okay. <laughs> I, I know I know it. <laughs> Anthony. Yes. By some random happenstance.
3: All right. So this is not my opening song. Yes.
1: Unlike yous, uh, yous,
3: you, you guys. Um, this is I think uh, during our our first big battle scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Henry's fighting Hotspur. Yes. Who is is played by I think j- just so I could note it, Tim Roth.
2: Oh,
0: um, I like that.
3: Yeah, um, which doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't matter. He's in there because I like his bad British accent. Yeah, which he is obviously doing. Um, he is British, British though. He's he's done goofier ones, hasn't he? He like I'm exaggerates not, he, he, like his British accent. Ones. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think that was how he talked, but anyway, he's doing that.
0: He 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 does um, the exaggerated one for Oswaldo. <laughs> yes, he's doing the Oswaldo one. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, and it just. Guts, Hotspur's Lines. Mm-hmm. But he, he does that, and um, it gets to the point where I think we're going to transition from Hal in the Tavern with Falstaff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're drinking. They're having a rocking good time. I mm-hmm. think we're going to skip a lot of the play. Yeah. Um, so we can add a lot of landscape shots. It's not 24 hours because of the story. Right. The story itself runs about an hour and a half. <laughs> the rest is it's landscape. Is landscape. It's landscape shots. Um, but it's... <laughs> um, we're in the tavern with Hal and Falstaff. Everybody's getting drunk. And I think mm-hmm. the chaos is going to transition into the battle. Mm-hmm. And Hal's going to be fighting um, Hotspur with Falstaff sort yeah. of looking on and coming in. Mm-hmm. It's going to get real bloody. Yeah. And they're going to drop their swords and beat each other up and mm-hmm. everything. But I think as like the sound of the tavern like gets faded, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to go. there's not going to be any sound. Yeah. The song's just going to fade in. And the humors of Whiskey, an Irish folk song is going to slide in Interesting. as we turn into this super violent uh, battle. You, you know you know, why I picked this? Why? Uh, because we were talking, I just watched In Bruges mm-hmm. for the first time. Martin McDonough is my favorite writer, director, I think. Really? Really. Wow. And there's a beautiful scene in that, I won't spoil it, but mm-hmm. some very violent stuff happens over some growing Irish folk music. Interesting. Uh, or Scottish, I forget what he is, and I don't know what that song is. But it I was think he's thing. Irish. I think he's Irish. Yeah. It was some kind of folk music. hmm I don't know if it's related to him or not, but it was really pretty, and I like that sort of uh, Interesting. contrast. So Interesting. I think, I think it's going to be probably the only good moment in the film, mm-hmm. because you can't hear anyone talking. But it's going to be really pretty.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I like that vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, now that we all have a general idea, is there anything else that you would like to flesh out about Quentin Tarantino's Hannibal Rising, Charlie? So,
1: this is a... Once this isn't gonna be a big battle film. Mm-hmm. This is very much gonna be about Scipio and Hannibal preparing for the battle, mm-hmm. and like how we got over the Alps. Yeah, so this it's an it's really, an
0: intimate character drama. Yeah, in the same way that Inglorious Bastards is not a World War Two film.
1: Yeah, this is about a th- gonna be like a three hour film, mm-hmm. and the first two hours are gonna be spent,
2: mm-hmm.
1: spent uh, 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 getting to the fight. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna have this. Epic thirty minute fight at the battle, the battle. Of, I just I don't want to get the name wrong. At the battle of um, t- t- Ticanus.
0: Okay. All right. I'm and, sure you probably still did get that wrong.
1: I believe it. Aren't you the history major? Shouldn't you know
3: this? History
0: stuff? minor. Oh.
1: And Hannibal is
3: going to. Roman
0: be- history is not my, my, uh, my specialty either. And
1: Hannibal is going to slaughter the Romans. Mm-hmm. They're going to have an epic fight with spears and blood and guts and elephants. Be- real 300. 300- it sounds like 300. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be real dope. And uh, then the final 30 minutes mm-hmm. after the, the Carthaginians win the <coughs> war, mm-hmm. Hannibal's final moments where you find out. That he is an old man
3: mm-hmm.
0: who
1: hallucinated the battle oh.
2: and they actually lost. Oh. They actually lost. Interesting. You know, I
3: had a writing professor tell me, uh, go on for at some length the other day about how the it was all just a dream mm-hmm. ending is the cheapest and worst way to end any piece of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I thought of that just now. It just sort of See, came mine up. Wasn't it kind of just
0: came up.
1: Mine wasn't a dream. It,
0: it was, was a hallucination. An
3: hallucination. old man on his deathbed. I like it, but I have very poor taste, as you are one to point out.
1: He does have very bad taste. Very I love him, taste. but he loves Wild Wild West. I do
3: not love Wild Wild West. It is a bad <laughs> movie. Okay, um, By Kevin Klein.
0: <laughs> so um, I'll give you a, a few details mm-hmm. about um, Casino Royale. As I said, it is a much more of a direct adaptation of the book, uh, a little bit slower, a little bit more intimate than the two thousand six, you know, action packed film.
1: Slow and boring. It's not. I did my, not say. I did not style. say it was slow
0: and boring. Um, but it's going to. It, it plays upon Tarantino's strength, so that it is really all about character. Um, as I said, instead of the story being bonds. First, like real mission, it turns out to be like his last. So we meet Bond at the age of like forty eight, which is how old Damien Lewis is, mm-hmm. and um, so for a secret agent. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Secret. And um, he is tasked with um, recovering this money mm-hmm. that the British government wants. That uh, the Russian agent Lechif is trying to win back at a game of baccarat in um the casino royale and of course now we have an old agent pitted against a young one and that is bond is trying to find his purpose again in the world that doesn't really need him anymore because it is set in the 70s it's a dark turbulent time for society
3: um doesn't that mean wouldn't a secret agent be needed more in the cold war
0: He is needed in the Cold War, but he is—he's more or less outgrown his usefulness Mm. as an agent, and this is his redemptive arc. I see. I see. Um, And in in the face of that, Bond falls in love with Vesper, who he is—you know—on this this mission with, and so. ultimately, when she ends up betraying him, as she does in the book, that that is something else that that gets in his way. A lot of this movie will be spent around a baccarat table. Um, the 2006 movie, they update it to be Texas Hold'em, because nobody plays baccarat anymore. Mm-hmm. However, um, there is an entire section in the book that is Ian Fleming explaining to the reader how to play baccarat. And this same information <clears throat> would be conveyed via voiceover to the audience by Samuel L. Jackson.
3: Hateful Eight style voiceover. There.
0: Uh, it's more Inglourious Bastards, where he comes in for no reason at all, he, all as the narrator. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Somebody
3: else comes in. And I'm, yeah. I'm
0: get, I've seen three movies and I get them confused Tarantino does the, the voiceover for that's Hateful Eight. That's
3: That's why it's so nasally.
0: Yes, but it, it's Samuel L. Jackson explaining to the viewer how to play Baccarat. Are there
1: going to be a few uh, f-bombs? Few in the narration?
0: Probably not. I'm, I'm not sure. I have not gotten that far in the planning process. I will
1: say, my movie does
0: happen. <clears clears> th- it th- does. This is an R-rated film, I mm. think. Well, this, this is a Tarantino well film. yes. Uh, this is also an R-rated film. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. It's also not a three-hour movie. It's a tight hour 50. It's Tarantino showing... It's, it's Tarantino returning to where he once was with Reservoir Dogs, bringing his entire filmography full circle. Charlie shaking his head no. You're not a fan of a tight hour 50?
1: If, if you have a tight hour 50 movie, how are you going to get the slow, long pauses as people stare longingly at each other and know truly that there's heartache and suffering and pain and depression?
0: You don't need that. This movie... Is about tension, and most of that is conveyed around scenes set at the baccarat table. Of course, like you know, two chapters of this movie are essentially baccarat and more baccarat, and then post baccarat. It's a tight hour fifty, maybe two hours tops.
1: Okay, Anthony, do you have anything to say about the Furious Fifth? The Furious Fifth. Um,
3: I think if you're not a fan of a tight 145 this is the film for you uh, they did they're saving on the budget so they didn't do it it's just everything that didn't make it into the cuts of every other film mm-hmm. all you know it you know that b-roll is out there yes you know it's there it's in here you don't know why but it is and mm-hmm. it's pretty so you can't like not like it without critics getting mad at you mm-hmm. but nobody likes it's just too long Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: This is Tarantino's obviously most Oscar-bait film ever. Th- th- this movie is oscar It's bait. when he does not win Best Picture for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that he makes what, this. I think
3: that's what expire, inspires him to do this. He's lashing out against all this sort of Tarantino is not a true artist criticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he, so he went to left field. I will say, I think... Th- Leo can do Shakespeare. He's in Baz Luhrmann's Romeo plus Juliet. Oh, ew. So Hal, I love Baz Luhrmann if you want to have a fight.
0: Well, this will be on our, our, our Shakespeare our movie Shakespeare episode, movie,
3: yeah. yes. But um, So Leo can do Shakespeare, and so that means Hal is not bad. Mm-hmm. Leo is doing some Revenant-level work, I think, mm, on this film. Okay, all
0: right. Uh,
3: but the real highlights are real classical, famous Shakespearean actors are definitely cast in this film. Are they? Ian McKellen's there. Ooh. We know Dame Judi Dench. Yes, uh, yes. Dame Maggie Smith. He's oh fun! For Patrick Stewart, he will be wow. there. Wow, this um, is an A plus cast. he's going to be there. Nice. They're not going to be in any of the main roles. They're <laughs> going to be in one line or non-speaking <laughs> roles in the background. I love so that. Okay. There. Okay. And and you'll you'll just get teased every once in a while with a really good speech, mm-hmm. but it does not last. Ah. Um. So you're going to see all those names up there, and people are going to think this is a classy,
0: classy yeah. movie. Yeah. And it, and it's not. It is absolutely not. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm so.
1: I'm so disappointed.
0: I, I I think I think Anthony, as usual, is giving us biting criticism that we are not willing to face as a society. Um, he's he's coming in here and, and showing us the dark underbelly mm-hmm. of of the of, of cinema. It's
3: true. That's what I'm here for. You know? It's
1: uh... You're doing great, buddy. Thank, thanks pal.
0: Appreciate it. Uh, so is there any final comments on any of our vote films? On
1: who made the best film?
3: Can we, can we ask a question? Do we have time yes, yes. to pose wait, 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 a question I, I to the just, other two? What, how
0: much time? How, how long? We're at an hour one. So oh, we're we, plus the, you know, 50 minutes. We're still, this is probably our longest episode now. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we have to hurry. We've okay. still got a few more minutes. Okay. I know you gotta go, but we're, we, you don't live far from here.
1: I live so far. Okay. I just Let's vote on who had the best film. Well, what was your question um, before we get to the oh, voting?
0: I don't have one. Oh, okay.
1: Let's vote on who had the best film. 3,
0: 2, 1. Who thinks I had the best film? Um, let the record state that no one raised their hand, not even Charlie.
2: Can I say who, I like wait, the wait, concept? Who thinks
1: Nick had the best film?
0: Let the record state that I raised my hand.
1: Who thinks Anthony had the best film?
0: Let the record state that both Anthony and Charlie raised their hands. I
1: want you to know that I'm voting as a joke, and I truly did think I had the best film. Yes,
3: I just want to say that we didn't mention my favorite movie series of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, <laughs> which is why Charlie thinks I have such horrible taste. Yes, yes. I like and, the Pirates uh, movies. We've long I've
0: rewatched one and two. They're a lot better than I remember them being.
3: They're really good, but we've long said that Charlie is our Jack Sparrow, and I think he he really. J- I think this is a shot-for-shot remake. Of the voting scene in the third movie,
0: I have not seen the third one yet.
3: Oh, okay, I won't spoil it. it thank you. It is a shot-for-shot shot rem- shot shot remake. I am Elizabeth Swan, as we always knew.
0: Yeah, okay. And I just
3: became the pirate queen, so thank you very Please much. Spoiler: um, You didn't know that. Well, sh-
0: I won't remember that's, that's that. That's true. Um,
3: shouldn't become the pirate queen. Should become the pirate king.
0: Yeah. So we will um, pitch these these movies again mm-hmm. to an impartial fourth party. I will. And um, we she will. does not like Tarantino. So we will report hilarious. back with who won the game of pitch Tarantino's final film. Well, I think that that just about wraps things up, Anthony. Where? Uh, thank you for joining us thank this evening. Thank you very much for having me. It where? It,
3: well, I could uh, try and tank your podcast
0: for for those who who might be interested. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you like to plug? Um, any any social media platforms that you are active on? Um, I think that people do this on podcasts. Do they do this? That on they have podcasts? guests.
3: They what, what's our audience? I mean, who Our am I audience is, to?
1: is? my dad Nick's okay. parents? Okay. Hey there. How are you, Mr. And Reisman? It's uh, my Nick's dad. Parents, Nick's parents haven't met you me yet.
3: No, you have not is, met my parents. No, I ha- Nick has not allowed me to meet his parents, and Nick I think that's ashamed the same. of us. He is. He's ashamed of us.
0: Um. So yeah. What you 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 edit something.
3: I do. I'm the head editor of the SU Squirrel, a mm-hmm. satirical magazine on Susquehanna's campus. Yes, we've gotten an online uh, uh, magazine. If you haven't noticed, I've been told my personality can be a bit satirical. Yes, at yes, times, it is. But, that, but that's, a, that's a nice change. What,
0: what's the what's? It's supposing that someone wanted to read your your satire, where would they go to uh, find they would,
3: that? They would go to our Facebook page, the SU Squirrel, mm-hmm. on Facebook, or if you're on Susquehanna's campus. Uh, you can just pick up you a paper copy around
2: do you,
0: do you know when your your first
3: i do our first edition for the semester we're hoping to get out a halloween issue Ooh, this year very Weird exciting kind of spoof oh fun yes, fun yes uh last semester as you know we went very hard, and I'm very yes. proud of it. Yes. But uh, I think I think this one's going to be a, a bit more broader, social stuff, all right, uh, than campus centric. It should be fun.
0: Very fun. Yeah. So uh, again, thank you, Anthony, and I look forward to our Shakespeare movie episodes I... somewhere on the. You don't have to be a part of that one, Charlie, this if you don't want to be. Your I'm podcast.
3: I'm usurping, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what the reviews are. And if yes, it's worth we'll, we'll,
0: that one. we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um. In the meantime. I am Nick. Oh, wait,
1: well, he has to do it with us. Oh, oh is that, yeah, is yeah, a yeah. Thing? Yeah, so we all we, we go there will be filmed that we say it all at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Is that like a reference or? Oh, that's the name, that's of, the name of the podcast. We say it sometimes. So watch, watch. We'll do it once. Okay. 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 All right. So this is the practice okay. <clears throat> okay. I'm watching. I'm Nick. I'm Charlie.
3: Would I say my name yes. then? Okay. Yes. And I'm. Twelve jingles. I'm not, I'm not. I'm Anthony.
0: And this has been there will, will be, be film. film. Okay, that was okay, our okay right. I'm ready. I think right. I'm are you ready. Ready. ready? Are you ready? Okay. okay. <clears throat> Pretend that didn't happen. All right. All right. In the I'm meantime, Anthony. in the meantime,
1: I'm Nick. I'm Charlie, and I'm Anthony.
0: And this has been there, there will be, be, be film. film.
2: Yay.